Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast. I am, as always, your host, Sondra Bjorn, and we are, of course, always brought to you by the Five Star Network. Head on over to fivestarnetwork.co to see all of the other podcasts on there and all the articles there, as well as an interview Kay did with Strong Machine J that I forgot to mention on the two previous episodes that I recorded. And I had to mention it now at the start, so I remembered it. We uh, Kay did an interview with Strong Machine J that was great, and that is up on the fivestarnetwork.co website. Go read that. But <laughs> I had to plug that now. Because I forgot to it to do it the two past pre- episodes, but I'm a vo- as always joined by both Dylan and Yannick. How are you guys? I'm good. Back in Switzerland. Well, I I wish I wasn't, but you know, what you what you gotta do. Um, and let's talk about yeah some classic dramatic dream dragon stuff. Some Dragon Gate today, some DDT today, and I'm sure I'll get Gumpro in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Wrestling has so much going for it right now that it's hard not to be excited. Uh, especially now that Yannick's back from his, his uh, you know, exodus to Japan for a while. Uh, he, he's come back to his home country, and now we we get to see how things have changed you know did it change your whole world did it change your life are you going to look at every single thing in wrestling different than you did before now there may be guys you loved and now you turned on them maybe some guys that you uh, hated and now you see in a new light you know it, it could be so many different things and i think that's what's exciting to the people listening yeah of course uh so this episode is going to be a bit of a mix of everything we are going to talk about the Cork and Hall show from DDT on the 30th, which was yesterday. And we are going to talk about the King of Gate finals now being set. Uh, well, the semifinals and the preview of that show. And we are, at the end, going to throw out some half-year awards for both the both DDT and Dragon Gate. Only Dragon Gate DDT, because now we have passed the, their two big shows of the year, which kind of marks the halfway point for both companies. Let's go. How can you not be excited when you see that rundown right there? <laughs> yeah. Look at all that stuff. So the first thing we're going to talk about uh, is the DDT Summer Vacation 2023 from Corken Hall, Tokyo, live on Wrestle Universe on the 30th of July. This was the fallout show of Peter Pan very much. And 761 fans came to Corken for this. Which is their second biggest Corkin this year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I mean, they, they got a lot of great buzz off of the, the Peter Pan show, which is how it should be. I mean, it's their biggest show. You should have buzz coming off of it no matter what. Uh, and that, that particular show had like a feel good ending for everything, which uh, Yannick was there for, obviously. But, uh, you know, we, me and, and Sandre and Marwan, we've reviewed the whole show on this show as well yeah. so you know check that out if you haven't heard it yet but that's how it should be you know you should have buzz coming off the show and do good things i mean even dg had some good numbers uh for king of gate after uh kobe world so uh, D- the difference is DT struggled a lot more uh in yeah. the year so it, it it almost means a little bit more for them to to do good and rise up a bit but i think it was deserved and, and expected considering uh, brooks was in the main event had a great showing for the crowd the DT fans rallied behind them all 
and it turned into some big things. Yeah, I definitely think that Brooks, like the they right like feel good moment of Peter Pan, Brooks being on the shoe pro cover, which was awesome this week, mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course the big the big draw of this show was the main event of Konosuke Takeshita teaming up with Daisuke Sasaki and and Kanon, but going against his former teammates, uh, which was a very big. Like, that is a very big thing to say to someone that have been following this company for the past years, is that this Corkin is going to have Kanosuke Takeshita teaming with the biggest heel in the company versus the, his former teammates, the biggest baby faces in the company. So we're going to start uh, this kind of mini-review of this Corkin Hall show. We're not going to talk about every match. There are some matches that don't need to be touched on. But we'll start with this main event. Kanosuke Takeshita, Daisuke Sasaki, and Kanon defeated Yuki Ueno, Mao, and Toi Kojima when Sasaki submitted Ueno with a La Mistaka crossover face lock after 70 minutes and 44 seconds. I absolutely adored this match. This followed up of the Kanosuke Takeshita murdering of Yuki Ueno at Peter Pan with him just doing the exact same, but now against Toi Kojima also. And still Ueno. And I loved that this almost like woke up something in Daisuke Sasaki and got him to care about this whole thing. Because he was awesome in this match. It was a weird like this and the Desperado match. Like these past 14 days must have been like the most invested Daisuke Sasaki has been in wrestling like all year. (laughs) Which is pretty insane. So I love this match. Uh, what do you guys think about this main event? Yannick, you, first of all, you ha- haven't really been on here to talk about how you felt about Peter Pan, so you can first touch on the Kanosuke Takashita Nueno part of Peter Pan and then talk about this match. Yeah. So I... Obviously, the match was uh, Peter Pan was great, but I love how it rippled into this match, especially with uh, how Toy was acting and like how he tried to protect his group as like the the junior member of it, um, which is really quite emotional. Um, obviously, Takeshita is so good, and he has this this new, really new character down to a T already. Yeah. Um, this is a top tier match in DDT this yeah. year. So, um, this is like right up there with like the the top matches we'll talk about later, but it's not as eligible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm also very excited because they announced it for Ota Ward, right, Sandra? Yes. They announced a tag match, and it will be uh, Weno and Mao versus Takeshita and Daisuke Sasaki, and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that I'm is going to be that on, on the 9th of September. Yeah, on DDT Big Bang, Big Bang in Ota Ward, which is awesome. I am really looking forward to that tag match. Dylan. Yeah, it's interesting you said you were a little bit of a doubter of Hio Takeshita uh, last we spoke before you saw him in person. And now he No, he I won. wasn't a doubter. I just haven't seen anything because you guys were saying he is great and I was like and I was just saying I don't know. 
yeah, well, you don't watch AEW. So, yeah. Well, yeah. now, now you know <laughs> that the uh, that uh, he was great. He is great here. No matter what role he'll be in, I think this particular performer will be great. I would say uh, one of the best all-around guys. I would say in any company. And having him in DDT definitely meant something clearly. And yeah. I don't mean something again when they do the tag match. Um, I liked. I mean, when he was in, this match was electric. When the other mm. two were in, it was just like a dead match for me. Like I, no, Sasaki was great in this. Come I on. thought he was not great, to say the least. Here, I, I just even this the Desperado match. It's like, yeah, that that was a heartwarming moment. Very good, maybe better than he usually is, where he doesn't even try. But it's still him. Like there's still a ceiling to what he can do at the end of the day. Uh, along with Canon as well, uh, I would say neither of these guys exactly lit my fire with their performances here. But when Takeshita was in, it was just uh, like really great. And uh, they've got something with Ueno. I thought the yeah. post match stuff was absolutely phenomenal, like with Shunma. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, like that was a great angle. I uh, really set fire to the match. Like this. This tag is going to get over with DDT fans like Gangbusters, but not with me because I just. Sasaki you just can't, bad. yeah. Yeah, he's just bad. Like, so I'm, I'm not gonna like it no matter how much they put on you know, because I can only see his wrestling. Dylan, it's all right. I'm here to be the high man on DDT. You can let it out. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I like stuff DDT. I, I praise Peter Pan. Let's, let's not forget that. I said that was one of their best show of the year, and uh, I thought they did a lot of good things with that and gave them some momentum. Clearly. Just oh, yeah. him as a wrestler. His skill set is what I don't like at the end of the day. Uh, more than a DDT issue with, with him. But, I mean, I thought the angle was great, though. Like, I mean, it justified yeah. it. Like I said, it's going to get... This is going to work, like, for the DDT fans. I mean, it was brilliant how they did it. And the emotion's going to be there. You have the history of the years. So, I'm not against them doing it. If I ran DDT, I would probably do a similar angle to this. Like, or at least okay yeah. with it. Uh, at the end of the day. But just for me, I can only see his skills, which doesn't yeah. matter that much to the DT fans. Man, uh, Ueno in this match was also on fire. Like, the, this match, for me, like, the three most standout was Takeshita, of course, Ueno, and Toy Kojima. Yeah, for me, it's they... clearly, for me, it's clearly Kojima. That's what yeah. I'm really happy about here. Yeah, I, I, I thought Ueno was on fire here, and... Toy Kojima especially also, like him just standing up to, to Takeshita's shit was awesome. And yeah, it, it, is, it is official. Like, it, Takeshita now, we no longer have the, the questions about how Takeshita is in DDT. Because with this match and the Peter Pan match, we are clear that he his AW character is now a firm part of his character in DDT also. Which and was... Ueno deserves a lot of credit yeah. for stepping up in both this and and the Peter Pan match, where he's really mm. getting a, a boost in, in fire and energy that he really didn't have against anything else he was doing this entire year until now, and he seems to have really taken this push and, and taken something from it and grabbed it. Uh, and Ko Kojima as well deserves a lot of credit. Uh, Mao as well, I thought, did a great job, uh, again, with that post-match angle. I thought Mao really impressed yeah. Uh, maybe not in the match itself, but in terms of the angle, I thought his fire yeah. was very legit. I wouldn't say. I, I'm really impressed with like this whole angle um, is around Weno and Kochima and a bit about like Shuma. I think it's uh, the least about Mao 
but he seems like the biggest deal in um he seems like the bigger deal than Ueno does uh coming out of it, just like standing wise yeah. in DDT. And that's not something I expected actually. Yeah, I can see that. Uh this of course opens now up the door, which I talked about a bit with you yesterday, Yannick, that now uh, the Sona Camina, the 37 Camina, they are short a, a couple of people. They Right now, the only three oh, yeah. healthy people in the unit is Yuki Ueno, Mao, and Toi Kojima. Shunma Katsumata is out. Kanosuke Takeshita is officially gone. Like he, he was already kind of gone because he was working mostly in the States, but he will not be teaming with them anymore. So I feel like we need to get some fresh blood into this unit uh, so that they don't stagger and, and kind of lose uh, status. Because I love, the, I love them as a unit, and I love the idea of them as a unit continuing. So I, I, I feel like DDT should, it should start to add some, maybe one or two new members to the group. Maybe they only need one. Uh, I'm looking especially at Uni as someone that could come in and basically fill that role. Uh, and now, then Toy Kojima wouldn't be the obvious pin taker anymore in the unit, also. So that would also be a win. And Kjalnik, you said yesterday, some maybe get some uh, a big freelancer into the unit, which I also yeah. am very like. For. I think they could they could use like a real big name, or if they, I'm not sure if like Mao and Weno or really on the level um but even if it's, it's like not that well known just like if they need yeah. another body i i'd like to throw in people like chun chun masaoka or shinya ishida from the freelance um pile in the ring to you know yeah um, i think they would fit yeah for sure it just depends on who likes saunas the most, though. Yes, and that's actually why I, I told that to Sandra. Uh, that's why it should be me. Do you like saunas? Is that, is that I that do. thing of yours? I do. I on my on, on my family's cabin we have a sauna, so I actually have a sauna that I can use anytime I want. Actually, so we I had that too this. before I moved to us here. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What about it, Masada? Masada, see, Masada is in the interest, interesting spot right now. I he he kind of looks like he he might be leaning more of the on to the heel side. <laughs> no, Masada. Have, have you noticed that that Masada's like look is like a mix between Sasaki and Takeshita right now? <laughs> yes, and it is total Chris Brooks. True. True. Masada, Masada is buddies with Brooks, and uh, Brooks needs people to t- tag with. So I think Masada is fully incorporated there. True, true. The next match we're going to talk about from this Cork and Hall show was the DDT Extreme title match, Super Fierce Battle. Uh, <laughs> Kazuki Hirata was defending against Harashima, but he was not alone because this was a captain's role match. 
Hiroshima was the sole captain on his team, but Hirata has his miraculous allies gathered around him, and that included the broom, the Kokeshi doll, the chair, the Yakatori, which is a, ch- is a chicken, uh, the baby doll, the watchdog, the cold spray, and the Toro Washi dog, uh, doll. And all of those defeated Harashima when Hirata pinned Harashima with a miracle one-shot cradle after 30 minutes and 21 seconds. This was pure fun. God, I love this match. (laughs) And Harashima just rolling around with a Kukeshi doll and selling for it was like class DDT. I love that. My favorite was when he sold for the chair. Yes! (laughs) Dylan, what do you think about this? Oh, this was amazing. Like, this was such a fun match right here. Like, one of the better comedy matches that I can remember that DDT's done. And it's all thanks to them giving Hirata this title and, like, giving him the opportunity to have a big match and not just do the same stuff he always does, which is always fun and a, a lighthearted guy. But now to do this, they've upped the ante in wonderful fashion. Uh, yeah. I mean, how about the pop for the, the Yakatori? The crowd yes. rally behind this chicken. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, like you said. Um, reaction when Hiroshima ate it was so great. Oh, I loved it. Yes, this was this was uh, very uh, amusing going in there. A tribute to Kiki's delivery service. I remember it said on a dramatic DDT with the broom. Uh, I liked so uh, a classic movie that Hirata has referenced as well. Um. But everything about this was just awesome. Like, like this is one of the better and more memorable DDT matches uh, of the whole year to me. For what it was, you can only get this here at this particular company. And man, I just, I just loved it going in there. Uh, everything about this was so great. Um, and now I'm the, I'm the low man on this. Um, it just, I don't know why. It just didn't click for me. I watched it twice actually. Um, Because I I watched it twice, I don't know what the rules are still. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I I feel I've seen this all uh, in better before. Somehow. I... Love but I, I see yeah. that I'm the low man on this and that lots of people readily enjoyed it and, you know, it not was saying you guys are wrong. A very all. entertaining 13 minutes. Uh, I had so much fun with this. I didn't know the rules at all because I wanted to stay unspoiled, so I didn't even check the the the, the, the DD Pro English account. That I read the rules. the rules and I didn't get it. That, so the rules was, the captain needs to be pinned, Harashima or Hirata. For the match to be one, the pinfall is a two count instead of the usual three count, and there will be a no touch handicap match. So whatever that is, yeah, whatever that is, I I didn't really care about the rules because this is was DDT. <laughs> this was just DDT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, this wasn't even like calling this a match. Yeah, is a stretch. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, know, like this I, isn't really wrestling. It's just I, I debated if I was going to give throw this a star rating on this, or if I just was just going to say this was just 
entertaining. Uh, maybe the problem is that I watched like one of the best DDT matches ever the night before uh, in the 2012 blindfolded bra match between uh, Hiroshima and uh, Antonio Honda. Yeah. Um, they 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 showed uh, parts of that in the yeah. video package. I actually like that because it was like a two camp match. You know, Hirata could win in like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I and... liked when uh, when every one of his friends had been taken out. They basically they, did normal wrestling for the rest of yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the story was that that Hiroshima just took out all of his all of his little buddies and it became a wrestling match and in the end uh Hirata Hirata yeah. uh countered him countered the Somato into Yeah. A small package and one, two and that's all. <laughs> yeah. Which was fun. Uh and the most interesting part of this is Hirata's next challenger, who had been watching the match the whole time, Yukio Sakaguchi. <laughs> on his on his fiftieth birthday, uh, like the day after his fiftieth birthday, I think it was the twenty ninth. His fiftieth birthday was. Uh, he came out uh, after his fiftieth birthday a celebration match, which was fun earlier. We'll talk about that later. He came out and made the challenge for the extreme title. <laughs> And he said, "What my what's mine is mine, and what's yours is is mine." And yes. I like that. <laughs> and he said, "He said to Hirata that uh, Hirata has to face him like a man." I don't know what that means because I don't think that's not that's gonna be how that goes. But we'll see. Uh, that match was set for the August thirteenth uh, Cork and Hall show, which is a te- uh, Circuit Kai's tenth anniversary show. We'll talk about the 10th anniversary match a bit later, but yeah. I I love that match. I I love that Yuki Sakaguchi is the next one for Hirata. I don't know how he's how Hirata is going to survive that, but I'm sure he's going to somehow do do it. I bet he won't. <laughs> He'll live. They're not going to kill a man. Come on. Like they're not going to kill someone live on, you know, on film. And then let's I mean, have exciting. some fun. That's a crime. I mean, well, how is that fun? You want to murder this guy? What did he do? Oh, to a you? little bit. What did he do to you while he, you were in Japan? He entertained you. He, he I've did. never seen. I've never seen him to be anything but a nice person. I mean, I don't know him personally. Maybe you have some kind of hidden dirt on him. You're, you're hiding, or you trying to blackmail him. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer you. <laughs> okay, fine. Don't reveal your secrets. <laughs> that's that's yeah. That seems like a losing game, you know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We got to You know, the streets are saying is all I'm saying. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's next, Andre? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're uh, we are the next match we're going to talk about is the Yuki Sakaguchi 50th birthday match, which was uh two uh, one match before this. It uh. Between the extreme title match and this match uh, was a pretty basic uh, six-man tag between Hari Mao and Kotaro Suzuki versus Chris Brooks and Antonio Honda and Takeshi Masada. Uh, that was 11 minutes and 49 seconds and didn't really have anything to say to say about it. So I I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I, I like the opening spot with uh, with Let the Pyramid and Honda failed. Uh, was, the look the look on Kotaro's face was hilarious. It was also a lot. 
a lot of Antonio Honda in this match, and I I didn't want to deal with that at the moment. So we'll just talk about the uh, about the Yuki Sakaguchi birthday match, his fiftieth birthday match, special six man tag, Yuki Sakaguchi, Sakakai, and Hideki Okutani. Eruption defeated Shushi Ishikawa of All Japan, uh, Tanumaska, Toba, and Masahiro Takanashi when Sakaguchi pinned Toba with the God's right knee after 11 minutes and 26 seconds. I loved Sakaguchi and Toba in the finishing stretch of this match. I absolutely adored it. And Yuki Sakaguchi being 50 years old is crazy when you think about some of the things he still manages to do. In the ring, um, you know, I had fun with this match. I want to shout out some something else the before the match. Know? Before okay. the match, okay. uh, Kudo uh, came out and yes. gave a gift to Yuki Sakaguchi. Well, of course, Kudo, Kudo DDT legend, uh, Shuten Doji made of Sakaguchi, and I think Takanashi, right? Yeah, was in there too. trained Chris Brooks uh, going into Chris Brooks's title challenge. Yeah, well, yeah. you know that was a bit, but yeah. on uh, on Masa's twenty twentieth anniversary show that will happen later this year, Masa will have a five minute exhibition match against Kudo. Oh, let's go! Uh I'm. So excited, but I'm basically more excited for all the people that I know really, really want him to return. Yeah, and you know they they get this, and that's really uh, something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, that can be that can be really fun. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this? Uh, yeah, I mean Toba going back to the Suicide Boys, like one of the original, like the old school DDT. Uh, guys coming in. Um, and he fits. I mean, he's got the boxer deal, and Sakaguchi, obviously, a martial artist type of guy as well, so it, it worked out pretty well. I enjoyed this. Uh, you know, they they were the standouts. Uh, I'd like to see more of Toba in there, but a, a yeah. good uh, undercard, you know, 10-minute match. Yeah, I thought it was... Yannick it, it, said I didn't need to watch this, and, I, and I, I, I was going to watch it anyway, because it's the 50th birthday for uh-huh. uh, Yukio. But I, I was uh, not expecting much. But I really loved Toba and Yuki in this match. But the big yeah, thing, it was a good match. We need to talk about with this match. Where's was, of course, That is he. He is. Mikami. Mikami works another promotion. Yeah, uh, he's what was ceiling, it? Okay. Ceiling. He's yeah, yeah, exactly. He works ceiling. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so, after this match. Um, Isami Kodaka and Yuki, uh, Yukio uh, Miyamoto, uh, which is Yankee 2 Keiju for, from Big Japan and from all of the deathmatch scene, basically. They are a deathmatch uh, tag team, if you haven't heard about them before. A pretty decorated one and have a lot of great matches in them. And of course, Isami Kodaka is the current Spirit of Gambare Openweight Champion, which, much to both me and Yannick's <laughs> hatred. But yeah. Um, they came out and congratulated uh, Yuki on his birthday, and basically wanted to face face eruption in a future match. And Okutani, Hideki Okutani, took the mic and he said, "Oi, oi, oi! I don't even know who the hell you guys are." <laughs> what a legend! 
what a <laughs> what an awesome guy. Okatani just acting like he doesn't know who the hell these two big indie legends are. <laughs> but anyway. Mood. Mood. That's all yeah, I'm saying. So funny. Uh, anyway, they uh, said that they, of course, need a third, and they their third is Van Kaijo. And that will be a six-man tag title match on the September 9th uh, show in Ota Ward if Eruption can retain their title match in All Japan, which I to God hope that they will. So that's cool. That's a cool match made for Ota Ward. Yeah. Depends on your, your love of Ram Kaicho. And, uh, that, that will depend your excitement. <laughs> true, true. Oh, yeah. I, I just hope to do like a spot that like Sake Kai just can't like big boot her because she's too small. That's all I expect from them from her. That that can't be very likely. <laughs> and then uh, the final thing we're gonna talk about on this show, uh, we well the other the other results was Yuji Hino, Makoto Oishi, and Yuki Unaya defeated Yu Nakayama, Yusuke Okada, and Yu Kuroku because of course they did when Hino pinned Kuroku with the fucking bomb. That basically uh, made Yuji Hino and Makoto Oishi uh, have a right to challenge for the tag titles, which they will do on the thirteenth Korokan Hall show. Uh, Oishi and Yuji Hino versus MJ Paul and Daisuke Sasaki. In case you had forgotten that. Damnation are holding those two, those tag titles right now. Uh, yeah. So this was my match. I freaking love this. Yeah. Um, this was just great wrestling. We got asshole Yuji Hino back, what he should have been as a champion. He he was here now. I kind of wish you know the challenge was Hino and Naya and not Hino yeah, and Yuji, but cool. you know it is what it is. Um, but putting them putting it them back together um, just makes me happy. And also, this is like the best burning configuration you got here going. And Okada and Koroku were both so good in this. Uh, they're great underdogs. So yeah, they they got their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did, but they were so good. While they got their asses kicked, I, I maybe it's irrational, but. For these eight minutes they got, this was great. Yeah. Um, then the two, like the all, the rest of the matches, we don't have anything much to say about. Uh, but I need to mention after the Pheromones match versus Hakito and Naruki Doi. Uh, well, it was funny that Doi, who like one year ago, Naruki Doi became a freelance uh, player. He he signed a freelance contract with Drangate that he's going to still be under the Drangate banner, but he's also going to do freelance stuff, right? Did we foresee that Naruki Doi was going to do Pheromone Spot one year later? <laughs> so, as soon as he stepped DDT, we knew that that was going to happen. True. But the, the big thing about the, this match was, of course, that after that match, which uh, I think uh, yeah, Pheromones beat Naruki Doi and Akito. So Pheromones can make a uh, open the triangle gate challenge at any time. 
watch out for that. <laughs> but um, Saki Akai came out, and he she challenges uh, challenged uh, Don Shikudino to a singles match to throw all her doubts away. Which and that match was set for the twenty seventh of August Cork and Hall show. That's a pretty cool match for Saki Akai, and, and you know I. I actually think this match can be pretty charming. It, of course, probably won't be any good wrestling-wise, but I think they will do a lot of fun stuff to that feels very DDT and feels like they want to do. You know? Yep. No one else want to say about anything about this? <laughs> oh, no, I'm fine. Okay. Um, has anybody else seen the opener? The dark match? The, that no, was no not the dark match, the oh, no. match. Oh no, I did not watch that. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Uni doing a picture-perfect Phoenix <laughs> splash in a pre-show match <laughs> to go over Kazuma Sumi. Yeah. This, this boy is ridiculous. A five-minute a five <laughs> opener. A five-minute dark match. And Unif Uni did a Phoenix splash. <laughs> Very DDT. He, he as I said, he fits so well into the Sonic Camino because he just is already basically Yuki Weno 2.0. <laughs> I hope that we see more of him. Uh, you know, just a ton of upside with somebody like this. And you know, he's been wrestling already. He's got a lot down in terms of the move set. And hopefully you can see him grow into something more as time goes along. Yeah. So the other matches that got announced to the show, I saved them here because I didn't know where, where else to put them. On the August 13th Saki Kai 10th anniversary show, the main event, Saki Kai's 10th anniversary match, is her teaming up with Maya Yuhiki, Asuka, already two, two people that have been in DDT before and we've seen in DDT before. Uh, Oscar slash Vanille, by the way. And they will be facing the trio of Rina Yamashita, Takumi Roa of Marvelous, Shoko Nakajima of TJPW. What a just gathering of Joshi wrestlers. I I love this match on paper. Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. I I can't wait to see it. And they're they're really going into overdrive with the Saki retirement tour we're on right now. As uh, as we said they should. Absolutely. Um, um, I'm so happy we get to see more of uh, uh, Takumi Iroha before yeah. she. I mean, she will injure herself oh, again. No. But like, let's let's ride this wave. She's on. She's awesome. You you are lucky that uh, Alex does not care about DDT, so we will not be listening to this. Because he would be very mad at you. <laughs> he thinks Switzerland is in Scandinavia. I'm not afraid of him. The funniest part, the funniest reaction I saw about this match. This actually goes. This is some of the listeners won't care about this at all. The funniest reaction I saw to this match was someone say that this is uh, <laughs> Alex Richards is now really sad because he's going to be forced to watch a DDT match this year because Iroa is in it. And, and I almost died laughing when I saw that. <laughs> because it's true. Uh, but yeah, DDT learning from Gunpro in the how to bring Joshi viewers in for one match and, and um, 
unlike Gunpro, this won't be the second match on the card. This will be the main event. So <laughs> they will have to sit through the whole show if they want to watch it live. Um, by the way, I, because we don't didn't talk about uh, Peter Pan uh, or Leonard with me. Yeah. Um, you know, Saki Kai is still thing. I'm happy she won her title, but. Hideki that six man, yes. That, like, I'm st- I'm very happy for Chris. I'm sitting here in my yeah. Death by Roll Up Chris Brooks shirt. That match and Hideki Okutani winning and crying afterwards is still like my moment of of Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. So just to get it out there, um, that's like yeah. my highlight. Yeah. Um, a last thing about DDT before we move over to Dragon Gate was uh, that they also announced that they are going to have a Park Street uh, false count anywhere street wrestling match basically which on paper looks so fun they have Hiroshima, Sake Kai and Chris Brooks team up versus Toiko Jima, Yuki Ueno, Mao with Shun Makatsumoto as, as a manager in an anywhere fall four way six person tag match but yeah and then the uh, the third team is Shinya Aoki, Takeshi Masada, and Sarshiro Takagi. And the fourth team is, of course, the obligatory, they will ruin some parts of this match. Danjiku, Dandy Dino, and Yuki Sexy Ino, NAX. So that's Anywhere Falls uh, six-person, four-way tag match. Street Wrestling, I am looking forward to on September 2nd. Please, to God, let's not have this be a pay-per-view so we can actually watch it. <laughs> because uh, again, I don't want it to be like the burlesque show where no one buys it because it's only one show on a 400 yen, uh, 4,000 yen pay per view. Yeah, I told you, you guys before the before the recording, um, the TJPW pay per view, it was a really fun hour, but I'm happy I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I'm happy somebody bought it. Let's say it like this. Yeah. Well, then we move over to the next match to the next company, <laughs> which is Dragate, our other company, which uh, who have their King of Gate finals this uh Thursday, August 3rd. This is why we are recording early in the week so that we could preview this show before we move over to uh, our half year awards and all that. But this we wanted to have out before the show happened so that you could come here and listen to the King of Gates preview. The King of Gates finals will be happening in Corken Hall, live with English commentary on the Dragon Gate Network, starting at uh, 6.30pm uh, Japan time, so the normal uh, Euro start time, very late for the American audience, early morning for uh, or like midday for us Europeans almost. But they, of course, have set the semifinals uh, after Daya, uh, after Dragon Dia lost to Hyo on the YouTube upload from the 29th. I hated that match because Hyo won. <laughs> what I think only me and Dylan have watched this. Yeah, uh, no, I'm but, not watching that. Yeah, uh, not a very standout match. Dia tried his best, but Hyo outmaneuvered him and kept his winning streak. Uh, over Dia going. Yeah. 
I guess it it depends on where this all goes at the end of the day. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation about the show on the fourth, uh, the Korokuen show in Tokyo. Uh, will there be some kind of big angle with Zebrats? Will Hio get kicked out? Will Diamante come? And, and will they set something up? They're trying to roll through with this Diamante thing. I think this actually, the fact that they're pushing him so hard kind of says a lot about where they see Diamante going forward and that they have big, big plans for whatever they're they're cooking with, with this. Yeah. But when you see Hyo, um, like I said, it's similar to Sasaki, although not as bad. In my, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, like, he's just not at the level of these other guys in terms of in-ring skill at the end of the day. Yeah. And in Dragon Gate, it actually matters a lot more than in DDT. Like, if you were ranking the roster in terms of match quality, he would be right near the bottom. To yeah. be honest with you, of the roster, and he and, knows. <laughs> and yeah, that's why he's doing this, and, and like this yeah. gimmick, pretty much overall. He's been able to make it last and and have a spot. He even got a title reign out of it, even though I was not too happy with it when it happened. But it happened. Um, and now yeah. they're 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 giving him a big thing here. I do think it'll probably come to an end, <laughs> like in, in this next spot. But I mean, at this point, who's to say? Like, like what's what's going to happen next overall? So. Uh, shout out Amy, uh, usual guest on here. She came up with a theory here that they they are basically giving Hyo momentum so that he, even though he turns, uh, her theory is that he will turn babyface after this Kota Minora semifinal match where yeah. he loses. And basically that will set up a feud between him and Ishin for the Brave Gate. And this will leg- legitimize Hyo to be eligible for winning the for challenging for the Brave Gate, which they could do that without screwing Daya out of the semifinal and not giving us Kota Minora versus Daya, which I have wanted for like forever. But whatever, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> like they, they can do whatever they want with Hill as long as he isn't wrestling the way he is right now. I will probably be more into it, but I hate how he is right now. I. How he is right now is so annoying to me, and it puts me off a lot of his matches every time I watch them. And I just don't. I end up not caring, <laughs> which was what I, how I felt about the Dia match. I'm willing to give him a chance. Yeah, I, like because he's definitely going to turn. Like I'm, that's, I'm willing that's... to give him a chance when he is a babyface again. But that's this, what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's he's definitely going to turn. Like there's no question about that, and that makes sense. What she said about him going for Ishin. I don't want to watch that match, unfortunately. Again, that's another guy that's like near the bottom of match quality on, on this roster that and now you're putting him together for a title. When we had no, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me tell me what I'm telling lies <laughs> right now. You saw that King of did you even see any of his matches in King of Gate, Yannick? Um no. And tell me what I'm telling lies. You the, didn't watch Ishin versus Minorita? I shouted out. Oh, Ishin, Ishin. I, th- I thought we were still talking about Hyo. Oh. I watched Ishin versus Narita. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I-, I wouldn't say great, but I yeah, liked it. Was it was fun. It was Come fun. On. Come on. It was fun. Yeah. And hey, I was a nice guy. I appreciate them trying something new. But this is the opposite <laughs> of new. Like, when going, like, going with Ishin is new, but now putting him with Hyo, we saw that last year with him as champion. We don't need to see him as champion again. So yeah. uh, I'm, I can't say, as a fan, I'm not the biggest supporter of that theory, but it, it's logical based on what they've done, however. 
Uh, yeah. overall. And like I said, I'll give Hyo a chance as a, a baby face. And, and he, Ishin's still growing. I mean, I don't think a lot of people were too yeah. pleased with him versus Jason uh, as a match uh, overall. With, I like the match. It was the thing is you're taking like okay that was an okay match, okay like we talked about it on the show <laughs> like when that happened. No, uh, I, I I didn't say it was an okay match. I thought it was a good match, but yeah, okay. <laughs> like I I thought people were giving were way too harsh on it. That was my stance on it. Okay, uh, like <laughs> the fact of the matter is like look at this roster and compare him to everybody else. Like I said, same thing with Yo. It's like, why are we... I the would, thing is with him, it makes I sense. I would have Ishin over Punch Tominaga, Problem Dragon, and Takeshi Yoshida. Okay, that's the three, you're three the, worst guys. You're not helping your point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're totally right, right now. And, like, I'm the high guy on Ishin of all I of would us. Have, <laughs> I would have Ishin over Kagatora. Oh, oh, now, now, I want, now I want to hear uh, them. <laughs> The thing is, so Kagatora, when motivated, is a gr- still can be great. Like we saw that last year in the retirement deal. Yeah. That we had. The problem is he's not motivated very much uh, on there. But even still, I think he's like skill wise, I would put him ahead of Ishin. In a singles match, I would have Ishin over Yoshishikamba. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That see, that's the Kanda has the bit. If so, if Ishin teamed with Susumu, then yeah, yeah, he would probably have a lot of great tag matches. So yeah, that's yeah. another one. That I'll give you that. I'll give you Kanda. So that, that puts uh, him fifth on the roster, fifth it, from the bottom. Either way, <laughs> we we can debate all we want about Yo and Ishin, but we'll and how where they fit on the roster. But uh, this uh, King of Gate uh, final final night show will be starting off. The two first matches are the semifinal matches, and then then the final is going to be the main event. The semifinal matches starting off will be Madoka Kikura and Big Boss Shimizu. Uh, Madoka Kikura versus Big Boss Shimizu. Uh, who do you guys have in this match? It could be Shimizu. Like, they're yeah. not going to have Kikuta in the final. Yeah, for sure. I I think Shimizu will basically... Uh, I I want this match to be like Kai versus uh, Shuji Kondo last year in the King of Gate, where Big One Shimizu just squashes Kikuta with, before Kikuta manages to do anything. And it will give him Big Boss Shimizu a very big momentum it, that will free him up to not have to win the tournament, even though I want him to win the tournament. <laughs> but that—that that is how I want this match to go. But I could see them dragging it out and having a ten-minute opener. Also, that yeah, I wouldn't—that wouldn't surprise me. Problem with that is for Kondo and Kai. Well, there's a couple of issues with how that had laid out. Uh, that was a great thing when it happened because Kai was the perfect champion for yeah. his time. Like, as yeah. the yeah. heel that was setting up Yoshioka. Uh, Kikuda is an unproven champion. Like, he can't afford to be taking that kind of big losses, uh, especially after his weak match on uh, Kobe World. What? Uh, like at the yeah. End of the day. Like, How they do you think this finish will be? Oh, I think she was going to win, but it'll be a... Like, they'll have a, try to have an epic match, like, okay. you know, pretty much. Like, a, a great main event. Uh, because right now that's Kakuda kind of needs it. Uh, he has, you know, he's done pretty good in the tournament. I would say, uh, obviously got a lot of wins, uh, but it's not like he feels like this. You know, a lot of the interest is really around Zebrat. Yeah, yeah. They they could have a really standout match uh, as an opener, and because this will of course be free on YouTube, and you yeah. can 
th this will probably be a big uh, setter for the crowd. So yeah, mm. well, we'll see how this goes. But I definitely think Big Blue Shimizu is uh, coming out of this with a win, so that he at least will have a win over Kikura, even if it doesn't win the tournament, which it seems a bit unlikely right now. Uh, then in the next match, this next semifinals, Kota Minora versus Yo. The winner of this will face the winner of Madoka Kikura and, and Big Blue Shimizu in the main event because it's the semifinal of the <laughs> uh, right side. So Kota Minora has to win this. <laughs> I don't want Yo in the main, in the King of Gate finals. That would yeah, be the, the King of Gate finals will be Madoka Kikuta versus Hyo. Oh. <laughs> but the chances aren't zero that they, that it will be yeah. Kikuta versus Hyo. It's not zero, and that's a problem. Well, it's not zero. I I would be really surprised if Kikuta went to the finals, but I mean, yeah, yeah, to, exactly, I, exactly. Yeah, I could totally buy Hio winning this match. Like, when, I when still, I still oh. see big, big angle, um, a big angle, uh, potential with this show. Yeah, I. Yeah, everybody's it, predicting that. <laughs> so, but the thing, the thing is, the next match, the next match on this card, is is a Sea Rats match, which. May open the, the 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 potential of them having them coming out early and being really mad at Hyo for losing the the semifinal and Hyo still being in the ring. Look, the fact is, there's going to have to be an angle because yeah. Shun's going to go away. Like there yeah. there has to be something that happens that that sets that up. Yeah, but um, so I that... think like they they would only do a, an angle if they have a Seabred guys a Seabred guy in the main event. Uh no. They have done... They won't do the angle on the third match on the show. They have done that before, though. Let's think about this, like how this can play out. <laughs> okay, so let's say Hyo wins his match and goes into the main oh. event. And they something happens in the main event. Okay, so and Shun, Shun costs Hyo the... Exactly. The, the main boss, event. Okay, boss yes. versus Hyo in the, in the finals. And Shimizu turns to Zebrats. And end. honestly, that's it's the best case that could happen to Kota Minora. <laughs> I actually think it's very likely Kota Minora is just winning this tournament right now. But yeah, uh, I yeah. I I agree that okay. because the Shimizu fan in me doesn't want Kota Minora to win this. Like I I I will actually be rooting for Hyo to win this because I will be rooting for Shimizu to win the entire tournament. Yeah, I still think I still think Shimizu is the favorite personally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, like, uh, what, where be. do you go? Where do you go with Minora? Already the triangle champion. Like, yeah, you know. and but yeah, they want. I know they want to run Kota Minora versus Kikura for the title. And they down. should. Have you seen their last match? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and they could do that, but yeah. I just don't think you need this tournament. I don't. To... I don't think they need to do that at, at Dangerous Gate. They, they can do that at Final Gate, and it will be more likely for Kota Minora to win them. That, and that, I yeah. think, yeah. If if they do what I said, and Hio, like I said, Shimizu joins Zebrats and takes the torch from Shun for the next couple of months while he's away, and Hio gets kicked out, that justifies how this tournament yeah. has gone. That's just not... that justifies why Hill made it all the way to the finals. Exactly, like it's, yeah. it works perfectly and sets things up. And I mean, like I said, this tournament has been 
fine, like, but it's not exactly like blowing anyone, you know, the doors off of anything. Like, yeah, you know, it's a yeah, a fine tournament. Nothing wrong with it. It's just been, and I like, and I do will say this, because the tournament was like outside of Hyo, it's been basically all chalk. You know, like all of the favorites, like the highest ranked people of their sides won, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, uh, you know, so it's like you got to the main guys, and then you have this like wrench, you know, wrench in the machine, pretty much with Hyo. It's just the problem is it's him and not somebody we like is, yeah. is the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, because ideally it, this kind of spot I, would be... It yeah. could have been UT. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah, not in Stevens. <laughs> if this was... If this was I don't Ishin, care! <laughs> if this was Ishin, I would be so into this. <laughs> yes. But yeah. would have been... Yeah. I... Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I like I like your your guys' thinking. So you both are predicting Hill to be, uh, win this match, the semifinal. Yeah, I think he can go either way, but I I think I've talked myself into that situation. Happening. Yeah, you you uh, guys might be talking me into that situation. I I I, I see that. You that know, idea. I actually wanted to be the only one to do that. So could you not? <laughs> <laughs> well, this this isn't a, a like. Challenge about predictions, uh, like the big. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, me. <laughs> let's, let's just roll through the four here. Where do you go at the end of the day if so and so wins? Yeah. If Kakuda wins. Where do you go? He he asked Yoshioka to face him again. And... <laughs> exactly. Like he, you know, that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If, or let, like win the tournament or win like the sem the semifinal. No, I'm the saying, tournament. Win the tournament. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If if Kikuta wins. He will be. Yeah. He will ask Yoshioka because. Or he, maybe he Yamato. Yeah. <laughs> and if Minora wins, where do you go? Uh, like, and I mean, okay, so let's say if, he gets the title challenge. If Minora wins, he should, he should beat Kikura, but yeah, he won't. And but that's not gonna mm -hmm. happen. Like, become double champion. Like, no. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, he's out. Uh, Hio winning the tournament. Is <laughs> not, like, let's say that it's not the going to happen. Yeah, let's just pretend they go all the way with Hyo. Madoka Kikuta if... versus versus Hyo. Yeah. Ota War Dangerous Gate main yes. event. If he, if Hyo wins, Diamante takes his spot in the main event of Ota War. Yeah, he wins for Diamante. Yes. We'll, we'll have we'll have a lot to talk about if that happens. Uh, and but with Shimizu, let's say Shimizu wins. Now we go to the last guy. Let's say Shimizu just wins. As yeah. His normal because scale. Shimizu can just lose to Kikuta. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And well, I'm saying even just ba I'm saying Sh natural vibes. Shimizu just wins. No yeah. turn, no angle. He just wins. Yeah. yeah, it could work either way there. Like he, him going into like he already has to beef with Kikura, so he could easily go uh, just face him with. Yeah, but, but you know, I a tournament win is better than beef. Yeah, yeah. The 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 thing is, Shimizu needs this tournament win. He desperately needs this tournament win to have something to his name. To have yeah, something to Honestly, stay with Minora. Yeah, but Kota is one of the big six. He, uh, he, he has already been a Kobe World main eventer. Sandra, yes, Sandra, sucks, Sandra, but... Sandra, breathe. I'm just saying. Breathe. She must need this, this tournament win to have something to his name. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm. I still think like, but it's kind of the point with um, 
that I never, that I'm happy that this isn't the, you know, you guys are especially Dylan um, doesn't understand, you know, why they do the tournament of the Kobe World, and I often find tournament winners for to main event the biggest show of the year to be cold contenders. If it was Minora, it would be a tournament winner that wasn't cold. And I'm not sure Shimizu would be hot if he won. Still saying, still saying I think it's Shimizu and it should be Shimizu. But I'm not sure Shimizu will be that hot after winning King of Gate when Minora is like on the run he is on and they had this great uh, this great match a few uh, yeah. months ago. Yeah, but that should they should wait for Kota and Kikuda to face until the end of the year. That is But the own. the tournament heats you up. Like by winning the tournament. But you it so often doesn't. It did last year. It did last year. Yeah. But then they ru- they ruined it by. <laughs> well, yeah, because of Minora. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his anyway. Because, like, but, but, you know, a lot because of that. Just in general, I'm not a big as big of a fan of his as some other people. This year, though, he's been great. But, yeah. He's had one great match, I would say. Like I said, against Kakuda. The triangle game matches. Yeah, the triangle match was good. Like I said, that that was a really strong yeah, match. But it wasn't because of him. Gate matches. I'm yeah, saying. not because they have been K outshined. The, the Yoshioka but... match, this tournament, being the match of the tournament. No, wait, it's not. It's being wasn't should, but yeah. Kota, Kota and uh, and Yoshioka this tournament. That was great. That was a good match. Yeah. Like I said, that... that like I said, I think we have different matches of great. <laughs> like, based on uh, multiple matches. But, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of his anyway, to be perfectly honest. But I do... It's not like I say, oh, there's nothing to this guy. Like, he stinks. Like, he's good. I just don't think he feels that, like... You know, there's some guys... Like, to me, Ben K is a total package guy. Like, you could easily run and make a champion. Mm. Midnora, I don't feel that same way about. Yeah, they're both big six members, so they both will hold the titles in the future. So don't worry about that. I, I think you <laughs> put too much in this big six stuff. Hell that... Oh. Tell that to our best ninja friend. Yeah, through that. But then we move over. That's going to be Strong Machine J. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> then we move over to uh, a. Son, <laughs> we'll what are ta- you doing? We'll talk about the rest of this card now. <laughs> let's not let's not talk more about <laughs> this. The uh, show's getting off the rails, people. <laughs> We have M2K, Susumi Mochizuki, Yashushi Kanda, and Mochizuki Jr. following the uh, Kota Midori and Hyo semifinals, facing Hyo's teammates in Seabrass, Shin Skywalker, Kai, and Ishin. Them and Hyo are the four only members of Seabrass right now, as we all know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think this will be a match that can basically fall apart because of what happens, uh, depending on what happens between Kota and Hyo. But then we move over to the next match. Eight-man tag. Dragon Kid, Punch Tomodaga, Yoshushi Kato, back in Korokin. Daiki Onoguchi, back in Korokin also. Versus Naruki Doi, BB Hulk, Minorita. And returning, he wasn't out for lo- that long. He didn't really need to be pulled from the tournament. Ben K. <laughs> yeah, we saw Both that trick played multiple times throughout this yeah. tournament, I-, I think. Yeah. And then the next match... Mochi, Mochi Fuji back together 
Masaki from Mutsuki and Don Fuji versus Shuji Kondo and Takeshi Yoshida. That can yes. be really fun. Yes. A 10-minute tag match. My king, Takeshi Yoshida. <laughs> then the semi-final of the show, a 10-minute tag, Yamato, Kagetora, Yuki Oshioka, Dragon Dai, and Eita versus the Natural Vibes team of Casey, Strong Machine J, UT, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kame. This is a typical match that Kagetora should lose, but UT does. Yes. Why, yeah, is the Kagetora, first. why is Kagetora catching all of these strays on this show? I'm just salty that UT loses all the time. It's like this man has done nothing to deserve this this uh, slander against him. Poor Kagetora. I know. Uh, but of course, also, no, 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 not poor Kagetora. Also, poor, poor UT. Yes, also poor UT. <laughs> Either way, that is the semifinal and the main event. The King of Gate 2023 finals, the uh, winners of the semi final and the winner of the semi final. Yeah, Kiko anyway, Tower is the CEO. <laughs> Big, I think the general consensus here is that we think it's going to be Hyo versus uh, Big Boss. But yeah. I, I wouldn't rule out Boss versus Kota. But yeah, that is, cur- that is uh, everything that is coming up right now. Now, I'm really form. looking forward to this show, just want to say that. Yeah, this show has been all all kinds of weird, and we've already argued about a lot of stuff when, it came, when we started talking about Dragon Gate, because it's a hot thing to talk about. And of course, we are probably going to argue more, because we probably all will disagree on this next thing. <laughs> the half-year awards for our two companies. So... They both have face. They both have come to their halfway point of the year. DDT, of course, that always signal uh, their halfway point always is Wrestle Peter Pan, which is their biggest show of the year. And the same can be said for Dragon Gate. Their biggest show of the year is Kobe World Pro Kobe World Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival, and that of course already happened. Also, so we waited until both big shows were done so that we could talk about this. And we'll, of course, throw out some general predictions for the rest of the year at the end. But first of all, let's start with these awards. And I think it's clear we can start with the, the first one uh, can be the most underpushed wrestler in the companies. <laughs> Yusuke so... Okada, next. <laughs> DDT, pretty easy. Uh, I think we all agree. We we have said on this podcast this whole year, why isn't Yusuke Okada winning any time? He's he should be winning like all the time. He's a great wrestler, but he's always taking pins. He's always the fall guy, even when teaming with rookies sometimes. Um, actually, a little bit ins- insider know how I I got in in Japan. First of all, he's just not cute enough. And, and sec- as as a bisexual man, Yusuke Okada is a hot person. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tell that to the Japanese women who are paying for the tickets. Wow. We can't. Okay. And sec- second of all, he he just does a lot of like camera work backstage for like all the interviews and stuff. So he is often like on the card because he is needed later, like backstage. Okay. He's too valuable to push. That's yes. How, that's how. Yeah, this is why I also have him in MVP. 
Yeah, yeah, it's that, that's the thing. He's also the MVP as well. He could be if they pushed him. I, I think he, he would be up there as one of the top in-ring guys for sure. But uh, love me some Yusuke Okada. And I, I do agree. I, I agree with Sandra. I think he is very cute. Yeah. Uh, do everyone agree with my, my DDT most on the push being Yusuke Okada? Yeah, oh, it because it's also mine. <laughs> uh, yeah. We can also throw out uh, the name Akito as an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, I gave that up. Like, he basically <laughs> took himself out when he became vice president, so... Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is we know this is his choice to, to do this, so you can't really say it's true. unpushed. True, true. I would have uh, also mentioned Okatani, but, you know, he got his title now. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, sure. Now it's time for Koroku. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the, the Dragon Gate most underpushed. Uh, we heard Yannick uh, cry about UT earlier, and I think UT is definitely one that should be shouted out, but my one is a clear one. It's Jackie Funky Kame. But it's wrong because it should be UT. <laughs> no, it's Jackie Funky Kame because he should be the Open Arabian champion. He should be and, all the champions. Like he's way better than UT though. Like JFK. Yeah. 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 Like I said, you JFK can be like a top star if they got behind him. I think that guy's got all the tools. I mean, what a great performer. I, I would say. The thing about him is that's really interesting. He's he's not pushed by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Like that's that much is clear. But he's kind of like he's within orbit of pushes. Uh, you, you know where it's like. He, and, you know, Triangle Gate champion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's like the, he's like DK right now. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, they trust him with a big spot from time to time, but never the guy. Yeah, so it, it's he's not like completely dead on the card, but where who would you say is more, has the brighter short-term future, like from this year to maybe next year? Like, who has a brighter future? JFK or Jason Lee? Uh, brighter future? JFK. But I'm saying for the next few, like, six months to a year. Not like a few Oh! Years. Jason Lee. Yeah, Jason Lee. Uh, I, I could... But, uh, yeah, we're gonna get into this predictions later, but because I have something about Jack Funky Kame that could change up his Thatcher in the company. In the yeah, I, I think JFK. I think JFK is clearly has a like more important like than Jason Lee right now to to DG. Yeah. Like even even today, yeah. like 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 you know like like right now, like Jason had his little run, but it really didn't mean much, unfortunately, despite my fandom of him. Uh, you know, and like JFK is somebody like I can say that he's kind of orbiting. It's just it feels like it's not his time yet, but they may get there one day, and they may not. Like there's guys who we've said that before about that, you know. We thought, oh, this guy's a surefire like superstar, yeah. and then it just hasn't came around as much as we would have liked. But uh, he would be up there. To me, I think Daya has, has been underpushed. Like, I mean, that was a guy. Mm. Consider yeah. where where he was at when he lost the mask to where he's been this year. I mean, he did nothing for six months. Yeah, and then he's got he got this little run in the tournament that got ended by Hio. <laughs> so. Uh, and like I said, that's another guy. I think Daya could be a top star if they wanted, but uh, he wasn't yeah. even in the big six. Yeah. Definitely. Daya is definitely one that should be shouted out there. 
but yeah, I I will say stick with Jack Funky Kame because I I just think that he he could be at such a bigger st- uh, part of the company than he is. Uh, yeah, that, that's true. To me, he's one of their like he's one of yeah. their best guys. Like along with Daya, again, I I feel the same about Daya. Like you could go either way with those two. Those would be the two that I would look for. Uh, but like they could be the best guy in the company if they wanted to, and they gave them a run. But they, it just hasn't happened, materialized yet. Yeah. Then we're gonna move over to show of the year, uh, DDT show of the year. What of course this includes every show from the start of the year until Recipe to Pan. Include of and of course you can throw in the Recipe to Pan show if you want. I think. It might be a potential one for some some of you. So, who do you, what show do you guys have? D- Dylan, you can go first. For a DDT show of the year? Yes. Oh, it's like a million galaxies that Peter Pan is the best show. Like, uh, like there was no... I mean, this has been a horrible year for the company by all standards. And then they had like this show that's really already shown to have bare fruit. Like, it, it ter- helped turn things around. Overall, like, I don't think there's been any sh- full show that's been as close to this. I mean, compare this to Judgment, and I thought, man, like, this was it, way... That's why I have Judgment. I'm way higher on this show. What? Yes. I, I was I was Major. at the day, and I have it uh, in great... Like, it was kind of a toss-up. Um, For I me, it was judgment. between Peter Pan and... And uh, my actual one, but yeah. it's Okay, not... what is your actual one? So it sounds we have three different... My... My actual one is the King of DDT Final Night. That okay. was that would be my number two. Like I thought that was a lot better than Judgment, as well. Yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed Judgment at the time. I was higher on the review, and I think your uh, your enjoyment or like your memory of the show just went down, and you know mine rather went up. Um, yeah. But I could all also just say. Um, Oh, obviously, like Peter Pan is is something that I I'm not gonna fault you at all. Um, I th- thought Peter Pan was a really good show too. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of parts so, of Judgment that I liked. And like, like, uh, something we talk in the match of the year or of the half year. <laughs> yeah. So but, my my reasoning in uh, okay so. Judgment, uh, the thing that eliminates Judgment from it, for me, is that it's a very long show and I forget most of the matches on it. It also had the under 40-way title three-way match, which was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, the Uh, show was awful except for one match. It was on... No. Two matches. There was two really standout matches on that show. What was the Uh, second one? Takeshita versus Takagi and... uh, Oh, there was also he. There was also Hina versus Naya, which was good. That was. Uh, good. It was good. Uh, but then the thing that eliminates uh, Peter Pan from me is that P- Peter Pan has Tetsu Endo versus Matt Cardona, which was terrible. <laughs> but uh, this uh, King of DDT final night show had. They they had the two semifinal matches which I was very high on both of them especially Higuchi and Ueno, mm. uh, but even Chris Brooks and Yunakeyama was pretty good for me for my taste. They Shunma Katsuma, uh, Katsumata and Hideki Ukitani was 
fantastic up until the finish, uh, which of course would end out terrible for Shunma. And the the main event I'll talk about later because it it speaks for itself. I, I yeah, like Chris winning the title at Pier Pan was of course fantastic and it's a big, way bigger moment than King of the uh, King of BDT final win, but. The match itself with Higuchi was better than the match itself with with, with Hino for me. Yeah, and like both of those shows to me feel like you've got great matches on those yeah. shows. You know, Higuchi Ueno was a, a good match. I, I I will say that 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 was a really good match. Uh, the rest of the stuff I I wasn't. I mean, like I said, the the extreme title I just can't give that a any kind of positive uh note. Yeah. Uh, at the end. Um, no, no, no fault to anybody, but just is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and then everything else. I mean, that was kind of a smaller show. Uh, you know, yeah. I think about it. They, they, the final. That the thing I'm, is, yeah, it, it was not a show. very hot cr- crowd in Corgan, but yeah. Well, none of their shows are except for like you know. Yeah. Peter <laughs> was all right, but uh, you know, I don't know. Like I said, at the end, I, I'm surprised by those votes. To be honest, uh, the, like I said, compared to Peter Pan. Yeah, Peter Pan could have gotten there. The, yeah, I definitely agree there. But there are some matches on Peter Pan that I would I'd never want to rewatch. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that match was bad. <laughs> like, I mean, like nobody's gonna argue with you. <laughs> yeah, you'll never want to rewatch uh, Pheromones match. Well, except yeah, for I, the, I except for the Gumpro one last December. Well, and that's the thing, like any DDT show is going to have bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like you know, at the end of the day, like, there's gonna be no flawless DDT show. Uh, at the end of the day, it's just not in the company's DNA. Yeah. Uh, but then we move over to the Dragon Gate show of the year. Uh, Yannick, why don't you go first here? I actually have this one empty. <laughs> I'm oh, really okay. struggled because you stole this before the show from me. Uh, because this was up to... Um, up to... Kobe uh, World. Kobe World. Yeah. And... I wanted to say like the opening night of King of Gate. Yeah. Because um yeah, I was there, I had such a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um I'll say the opening night of Rede Parejas. I thought yes. there were a lot of yes. matches on that one. Yes. Yep. I am I am I am not alone in that. I see. I'm happy about that. Dylan, yeah, before I make my uh Reyes de Parejas night one uh argument. What is your Dragon Gate show of the year? Again, it's pretty easy to me that that Kobe World was the best show. Uh, I thought. I mean, that main event was just blow away match uh, to me, and the whole show, honestly, I thought was like a great show. Like that was like a perfect show for what it was, in my opinion. Like a jumping off point uh, for the fans. There wasn't a lot of great matches on there. Like obviously, the Dream Gate disappointed like everybody except you. <laughs> I, I think Sandre. Uh, uh, on there, yeah. but the the Triangle Gate was a fantastic match. Uh, you know, all of the other stuff. There was nothing bad on the show. Like it was all good stuff. Just uh, things that were underwhelming. You know, like you the know. Grave Gate wasn't as good as you wanted it to be with a Jason Lee match, but it was still not a bad match. Uh, you know, Keno and Mochizuki versus uh, Fuji Kondo. I mean, it was short, but it was fun. The Shingo stuff was awesome. Like I, I had a mm. ton of fun with yeah. that. If I, uh, if chat lag didn't hit me as much as it did, it might have been my show of the year. And and the the cage match is undeniable. 
I, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's people that didn't even that will be down on anything yeah. DG just because oh it used to be good it was better seven years ago. Like there, you know, there's people, but even those people still love the cage match. The cage match can be enjoyed by any type of fan, I would say. What? And, yeah, um, yeah. That one thing that there's. It took me a long time to decide here because I also had Kobe World for a pretty long time, but then I thought back to the the one thing that held Kobe World back for me was that the crowd for most of the show wasn't that into it. Yeah, which is why I'm gonna shout out the return of cheering the Reyes de Vareos opening night, which was their first show. Since the since the pandemic lockdown, with a full vocal crowds allowed in Cork and Hall, I this Reyes de Perea's opening night show was one of my favorite shows this year. Period in Corrigan. Uh, I of course am a, a guy that loves Corrigan Hall as a venue to watch wrestling, but this this night, although this show didn't have any of the top three matches of the year for me in, in Dragon Gate. This show was still a really fun match, top to bottom, a fun show, top to bottom, with the crowd engagement, and the wrestling was also great. We had both the previous previous singles matches: Jackie Funky Kame versus Kaito Nagano and Jason Lee versus Yoshiki, Yoshiki Kato, which was preview matches for the uh, Reyes de Perea tag, tag match. Both of those were fun. We had all all of the Reyes de Perea block matches on this show was. Like the one show where every block match was like uh, worth checking out, even like Strong Machine J and Strong Machine F versus Kanda and Susumu was a fun match to watch, just to see how how over uh, <laughs> Susumu and Kanda was because they this was the start of them being like really hot for the Korkin crowds. Uh, we had Motosuka Junior and Ishin facing off again in the in the Reyes de Perez block, which was is like the best Yoma. Uh, Best match involving Hyo this entire year. <laughs> uh, and we, of course, had the return of Yama Doi, Doi Yama versus the Double Dragons, which is an amazing, amazing match. match. And the awesome Time Limit Draw main event, which I am really high on, and I, I know some people aren't, but yeah. I This show was a fun, such a fun watch for me. I, I almost want to go rewatch it just for the fun of it. It is... Even but even now, still now, I remember how hot the Corkin crowd was for the show, and that it always helps me enjoy pro wrestling. I, I this one's not. I still think Kobe World is a much better show, like top to bottom. But with that reasoning you gave, I don't think you could argue with that. I mean, the crowd that felt like a special atmosphere to it. Yeah, at the end of the day, for the first show and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the atmosphere was, was great. And, you know, the return of Doyama, um, which is, if you, you know, if you go by, like, cage match, um, is criminally underrated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this, whole, that, this whole show actually is criminally underrated by cage match. <laughs> yeah, like, this is a match that, like, not top three, where we can talk about yeah. it, but, like, top five match of the um match of the year and i have nothing except for the cage match that comes near this match on um kobe world either 
I would say the Triangle Gate match was on on that level, like in Kobe World. Yeah, I still remember nothing of. Uh, I, would, I have I would to rewatch that. But... But... was on that level, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, I am really high on that match, it, and I'm alone. Yeah, the, the first half of that match was just too much nothing to be. But, yeah, that, again, this is not going to be the last time I talk about Kikura and Yoshioka, because we are moving over to the ma top three matches of both companies, three from each, and one overall, of course. We will have three from each, and then we'll decide what is the actual match of the year of both both companies put together this is going to be arguing a lot i don't uh, think there will be that much arguing uh, uh. either way we'll start uh with ddt here because some of those ma some of these matches that that's kind of the hardest one maybe uh i for me at number three i have kasusara higuchi versus yuji hino from sweet dreams on the 29th of january 2023 do you guys disagree with that one being on the top three? But you know, we can have different threes. Uh, yes. Like we can argue yeah. about the top match, but the top match isn't to be argued about. It's pretty clear. Um, I have Kazuki Hirata versus Mao versus Yoshihiko on my number three. Nice. Yeah, your match is in my top three, uh, Sandre, uh, but uh, not yours. Hey, Yannick. Okay. Do you have it on number three also? No. Okay, what's your number three then? Uh, my number three is uh, Shun Mao versus Higuchi and Nakatsu at uh, Judgment. Uh, I just thought that was a fantastic tag match. Yes, I have that on number two. Wow. I I don't have that on my list. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. You you yeah. proved that multiple times this podcast. Wow. Wow. <laughs> shots fired. More more shots. Why are we getting so heated over this? This is DDT. <laughs> I I have a breast of Peter Pan match here. Kanosuke Takeshita versus Yuki Ueno. It might be recency bias, but yeah, that match. Oh, fucking love it. That would have been in my top five, but I didn't have it in my top okay. three. Yeah. Um, so it obviously doesn't count, but I actually prefer like the six man. Okay. Uh, because it's such like a, a story-driven thing. Yeah. Like it's a great match, but this, with, because it's so story-driven, I kind of prefer the six man because it just has more more of it. <laughs> even even in, before the show that you said that was the match you were most even above the main event and even after the show you said well, no 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 the six man the six man, the six -man uh, loved Corican yesterday. Oh yeah. okay. So, your what's your number two? Is it Hino and Higuchi? Then? No, uh, no. It's uh, Brooks and Higuchi from the KOD final. Oh, oh. Yeah, I thought that was a fantastic match. But you have it on number two. No, I Hino and that. Higuchi is my match of the year. Wow. Okay. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. just a straight up, like you know, chop fest. I mean, how, it wasn't like 117 chops. Big, yeah. beefy men smashing beef. That's what I, I like in my wrestling overall. Like, the Brooks and stuff had a bigger moment. I mean, like, obviously, the other one was disappointing as a moment. But as a match, I thought that was, like, phenomenal. That's the thing, like, Hino is a better wrestler than Brooks. It's just Brooks had story stuff that helped his matches more overall. Yeah. I think both for me and Yami, Higuchi and Chris Brooks system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's... That's 
that that's pretty. Uh, that's a cool. I did not expect that for you to have Figuchi and Hino on number uh, one. That's my number three. That was three, a great match. match. Like that, I mean that that whole month was that had a ton of great matches in all of Japanese wrestling, and that was still in my top five for that much. I think in May, Brooks and Higuchi was like my number seven or something like that in, in yeah. all of Japan, and uh, Hino and Higuchi was higher. January was a stronger month. It's like me. number three for me still. All of the uh, like all of 2023. Higuchi and Chris. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I. I've, isn't on my overall match of the year, top 10 match of the year so far this year, but it is on my men's match of the year so <laughs> far this year. Uh, the, the, the Joshi part of me wins sometimes. When yeah, none of these matches would be in, in a high rating of overall, but for DDT, I think that, like, they... It, well, Chris and Higuchi is on my top 20 so far this year, so it just, yeah. If we were doing moment of the year, like, that would be up there. Like, yeah. you know, like the the best moment that would be like way high for me. Like, like yeah. I mean, him winning was felt like a really special thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll move over to Dragon Gate. Uh, who do you guys have on number three here? Uh, I'll start us off here. Uh, I had uh, Kikuda versus Minora uh, from Gate of Passion. Uh, yeah. April fifth. That's my number three. I have that in my top three. It's it's not your number three then. No, it's my number two. Okay. What's your um, I have the Rated Pereas final. Yes. I also have the Rated Pereas final. The Courage, Yuki Oshoka, Madoka Kigura versus MK, Susumu Mochizuki, and Yosushi Kanda uh, from the second, uh, the third of. Uh... No, wait. It was the second of April. <laughs> no, March. I'm sorry. I'm so best of with these dates. <laughs> I, I look at these dates and I'm just I forget. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was in March, the second of March. Uh, I we all have praised Yasushi Kondo's effort this year, and I definitely it deserves to be there <laughs> for me. No, you kind of mentioned that because that was something when I was scrolling through a uh, cage match. This is another match that wasn't great ra- rated wise on cage yeah. match. Uh, so I thought like cage match didn't love the rated for AS in general. I think. Over yeah. Overall. Yeah. Yeah. What the, your three, yeah. The 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 final. Oh, you both had the same one. Yeah. Okay. What's your number two then? My number two. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dylan is gonna hate this. <laughs> uh, number two for me is the cage match: Dragon Dial Ultimate Dragon versus uh, Dragon Dial uh, Dragon Kid versus Ultimate Dragon versus Diamante versus Shinsuke versus Strongest and J. From Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival 2023 on the 2nd of July this month. It is my match of the month, though. It is my match of July. But, yeah, it's number two overall for Dragon Gate this year. I'm sorry, I had, like I was reading something. What's, can you please re- repeat it? He played I the have, cage matches. As I, cage match. Yeah. But oh, I, wow. I, sh- I would also say... Oh, no, it I, makes sense, actually. I have the cage match uh, I have the cage match over every DDT match this year, so... Still. It, it was very hard for me, this this final two here. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gate. that, to me, is clearly the match of the year. <laughs> for Dragon Gate, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, like, that's one of the better matches in any company, uh, I would say. That, that would be high on any company's list. To me. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, both of these two final will be 
very high on both on every company for me for because both of them are like two of my favorite matches this year. But yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you probably have my two as your one then. It would be Kakuda and Shun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh Yannick, what is your number two? My number two is Minora versus Kikuda. Okay. Okay. And your number the one, one is the cage match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, of course, have Shun Skywalker versus Miloka Kikura as my match of the year. And, and not even match of the year. It is my match of the year overall in every every company, no matter what company. It is my favorite match this year. Uh, the the Dragon... Uh, the Kobe World uh, five-way steel, steel cage match is actually my number fourth match overall in wrestling this, this entire year. So, bit... Choosing between these two was very hard for me. Let me ask you this, Andre. Um, something to kind of think about, because we had heard on the podcast that Jay did with the Open the Voice Gate. Uh, basically, because I know a big part of that for you, how much you, you love this Big Six, uh, like the Rainbow Big Six things, and how important it is. He mentioned in that show that they needed to have a standout match, or that whole promo doesn't have as much weight to it. Yeah. And they didn't really succeed at Kobe World to have that standout match. To, you know, to I don't really have solidify that. Yoshioka versus Kikura as the match of the year. No, I'm saying, like, that takes does that take away from that match? Because the emotions of it were so important. Like, that match, to me, the Kikuda and uh, Minora match was probably a better match, like, wrestling-wise. But the Kikuda and Shun match had all the story stuff. That yeah. made it better. Like, you know, like I, I still rated Shun and, and Kikuda better. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, does that take? Will that take away from it if this, you know, if this rain kind of goes how it's been going, it doesn't pan out no. anything great. No, it won't take away from this because this. Okay. For me, this was something that has built up for so so long. Like uh, the Kikuda, the Kikuda story was so pivotal to that moment, and it's it's a match that I. I have said this like this entire year, ever since it happened. It's like a match that you kind of live in the moment of. Like, I don't think this match would have me- meant as much as it did to me if you didn't care at all about Mad- Madoka Kikura or this this whole story of them tell- going back to the 2021 match multiple times during the match and all that. I think you... the the storytelling in that match is S tier, but yeah. for me, like the match, a part of it just couldn't hold up to it. I I really like it, like not not gonna lie, but I I don't see like all the hype. Oh, but, you know, there is there is a lot of people that don't see all the hype. So yeah, <laughs> you are not alone there. I I but, like the match. Didn't you I mean... didn't you have it on your top three? Kikura and Shun. I don't. Okay, you didn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have kicked on Minora. Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah, have? Both of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I thought I the Kikuda and Shun match had more overall going for it. Uh, but I, that is something I thought about because when he said that on the show, that kind of leaned into what I was saying uh, about that. Like you know, uh, like it, basically that whole promo has been re- rendered not as important because of how things have gone. Like with that match. You know, it's hard to make a strong declaration and then not deliver, I, and it still mean the same. I I still just think that that whole promo is more just 
general information to people <laughs> to to know that these these are names that are going to be focused on. Not, I don't, I, I, the statement of it was wasn't that it, for me. The statement of that was just these are these are going to be focused on looking forward. So, right. just so you know, <laughs> but they also need to be able to deliver. To yeah, I, yeah, I get that, but we don't, we can't say that they haven't delivered yet when it's only been three no. months. Oh, and I, so, I agree with you. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying what he said. Yeah. yeah, I, I just, I am high on all the people in the big six, so I, I, I don't really have a stance on that. I, I, I have been saying this whole year that the, that yeah. those those six names were built up for to, to be proclaimed as that. So it made sense. It was. It, it wasn't like. It wasn't like they. God damn it! Not, now I'm gonna shout out the new Japan thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't like they were. They picked the three young lions that haven't that ca- came back from excursion and haven't done anything in the company, and said these three are gonna be our three next big stars. They didn't do that. They right, I... they they pointed to. A former twi- uh, three former Dreamgate champions, the current one, the former king of two former king of gate winners. No way, three. They pointed to car- to wrestlers they have built up for the last four years. Yeah, it, yeah. It wasn't like they picked like random people they have that haven't been focused on yet. Yeah, like you're totally right about that. So and we all know how I feel about the three musketeers. So yeah. like, you know, like you know, obviously I think this was much better like how how they did it. Uh, I It's just something to think about. I, I yeah. would say. Yeah, I I I I see that. But yeah, I wouldn't argue with having the steel cage match on number 1 because I definitely understand that but Oh yeah. It is on my number 2 and as I said earlier it's like one of my favorite matches this entire year. So this 2023 is the year of the steel cage matches, of course. So we have to shout out the steel cage match. I and I, as I said, I have it over all of the top three matches from uh, DDT this year, also. So our overall top match of the year differs from all of us, huh? My overall match of the year for for both these companies is Shutsu Kawaki vs Kika from Dead or Alive. Yeah, minus Brooks. Minus yeah. Brooks or Siguchi. Yeah. That actually, so that's I didn't expect that. Honestly, I did not expect that. No, it, it fits with all our first styles. styles. I am I am very into Madoka Kikura and everything he does. Uh, you are the DDT guy in the, in the trio. And then you pick the one that everyone has on their number one for Dragon Gate. So it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Dylan is the mainstream one. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well of, of, of the two of us, of the three of us, who here watches WWE Weekly? Uh, that's true, actually. So. I, I'm forced into that, though. It's not like I, <laughs> I like that. Uh, I'm not sitting here as a WWE fan, to be honest. Uh, I'm a, an analyst and forced to watch by my grandma at the end of the day for, yeah. for most of it. Uh, but sometimes gonna since we kind of brought it up, I was scrolling through. Uh, none of these DG matches, even the cage matches, like an 8.33, which is a great match, but not on the big match level. Like the Brooks and Higuchi matches rated higher 
than the cage yeah. match that Yannick did. And, and the Dream Gate match oh, is 8.19. So cage match is not a... DDT yeah. has more international fans than Dragon Gate sometimes. Especially on cage match. Yeah, because it's run on wrestling and universe and everybody yeah, has it. Point. Yeah. But you'd think that would mean the diehard fans are the ones that would vote uh, for, for those kind of matches. Uh, overall, but I guess that's kind of been a thing, even because I mean it's been talked about since last year. Even Yoshioka, we loved his title reign, like me and you did, and I think a lot of the DG fans did. But they not cage match, so you'd have some guys which were still high rated. And again, I don't want to take anything away from them, but yeah. they weren't. You had critics too, as well, that were like, "Oh, he's not that charismatic, and his title reign isn't that interesting." Uh, overall, and soon, I mean, you know, he's a guy that was a controversial guy as well, champion. Some people didn't like his heel work. Uh, as champion, I think I, I think I'm struggling to get because I don't. All I saw was good about the cage match. Um, yeah. Since we're talking about the the website cagematch.net, yeah. uh, Dylan, how do you feel about this? Uh, if you go on Ultimate Dragon's cage match profile and you sort by the <laughs> highest rated matches, the, the the steel cage survival match from this year is the number fourth Ultimate Dragon match of all time according to cage match. <laughs> We literally talked about this off the air last week, uh, and you brought it up again here. Uh, we, we, okay. Yeah. 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 See, that was after Yannick left. I think we 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 did that. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, Ultimo has a lot of classics to his name overall. I think I think in general, a lot of the '90s matches get a little underrated uh, sometimes by some folks out there. Which I guess is kind of natural. You, you're not watching the real time, so you don't have the bump, uh, sort of like. Because I think everybody kind of overrates stuff sometimes in, yeah. in real time. It's just natural yeah. human tendency. It's not like anything bad. It's just natural. It's just part of wrestling. And also, and, and not, like, not just more invested in stuff that and happens right now. Most of Ultimus, Ultimate Dragons matches uh, aren't like. It's have, not like have no ratings on Cage yeah. yeah, it's but, not like he's winning new fans now uh, with his stuff he's yeah. doing now. Uh, overall, but yeah, like not just in wrestling, just in life. I mean, you know, if you talk about a championship, you know, if you're a sports fan, your team wins the championship. It's going to mean way more if you're there to see it than if it happened, yeah, yeah, years, you know, thirty years ago or something. <laughs> you know, like I think that's just a natural part of life. Uh, but I still, though, I mean, he had many great matches, and the cage match was one of them. I don't know if it would be his fourth best <laughs> of all time, but uh, you know, it, it was good. <laughs> like, it's, you know, a, it's, it's a funny match. one. It's a funny one. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, his number one match is like a you know a tornado cybernetico, like, yeah. like twenty people in it, which is a great yeah. match by the way. That was in my nineties project, but still, I mean, you you, it's just a weird, fun fact, I guess you could say about his career. Uh, uh, yes, Yannick? yeah, it's just like a lot, lots of these matches are like the WCW matches, and they, they have never hit for me. Oh, yeah. anti-WCW pusher right now. I mean, yes. But no, it's Which just... you should be. You should be. If you have any brain cells, you should be anti-WCW. Yeah, I Don't think, like, the one, match, the one match everybody referred to was, like, the biggest letdown. But that's just because I'm 20 years too, too late to the party, you know. Oh, almost 30. I, I think we can all agree that Ultimate Dragon's best match is the Otani match in New Japan. But, yeah. That is my own take on that. No, no, I'm I'm running the cage match agenda right now. <laughs> You're gonna go with the tornado cybernetico. No. No, 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 the Dragon Gate cage match. Well that's only number four. So yeah, no, yeah, no it's it's no. number one in my heart. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, I, 
I, I liked Ultimo a lot, though. We uh, still have two more awards to give out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, the DDT Rest of the Year and the Dragon Gate Rest of the Year. Uh, we'll start with DDT. For me, uh, this Rest of the Year, we I kind of sort them both as the like most outstanding and the MVP into one. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll probably separate them when it comes to the year-end awards because though that episode will be bigger, but yeah. Right now, my rest of the year in DDT, because of the moments, maybe not because of the matches, but because of the moments, Chris Brooks is my rest of the year in DDT this year. But I wouldn't argue with Higuchi either. Those are the two. Like, if you want the best wrestler, it's Higuchi. If you want the MVP, then it's Brooks. Like, you know my yeah. answer. Well, if we want the best wrestler, we, it would be Konosuke Takeshita, who is like semi. <laughs> well, that's that's the problem. If he were if he were there all year, he'd be both of them. He'd be the MVP yeah. and the best wrestler. But that's yeah. just not true. Yeah. You know my answer. What's you your going answer? with Shunma? I'm going with Shunma. Like he, he made, he, yeah, but he made like the, fun, the five months he we had him, he made them like he was always the highlight for me. Yeah, that's that, that is that, true. that's like for me that's like the definition of MVP. Yeah, like you couldn't tell this year without Shunma, because he was just like so integral to. He was double champion. Like come on. I thought about him, actually. Like I, I almost put him up there. Uh, but the injury took it away, but even more so, you know, that, like you said, during those five months, I mean, Brooks really didn't do a lot. In, like, yes. his moments were the top, but it's not like Brooks was lighting it up all year. He was kind of a background yes. guy until, until the tournament. And Shunma, Shunmao, the team, really, both of them, mm -hmm. uh, were the ones that were carrying the company to it. Any good, I mean, the company was really, really bad. I, for I much forgot of it. I yeah, we'll, we need to do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not even a tag team. But it would have been Shun Mao. <laughs> like, we, we would have all voted for that. Uh, yeah. Surely, for, for DDT, at least. Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, it's like, see, so they were carrying the company in their own, like, any good was from them, uh, like, pretty much. So I, I don't have a huge issue with that. I just thought back, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, if, if both of these guys retired, this is kind of how I always look at MVP. Like, if they both retired on December 31st, 2022, you take away Shun Mao, the company's still bad. Like, it was bad with him, it would be bad without him. With Brooks, these moments mean more, in my opinion. Like I said, like, the stuff that he did, even though it was smaller in quantity. Uh, the Shun Mao had a more complete year, but the highs hit more for Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, as you, as you said earlier, the, the clear moment of the year in DDT will be his title win, or the uh, him winning the uh, King of DDT, so you like they have created a, a star with Chris Brooks. And, yeah, and if, like, yeah. If you, if you take the if you take all Shuma's run away, the company doesn't really change in the grand scheme yeah. of things. If you take away Brooks's stuff, I mean, man. Yeah, like Peter Pan like, would not have man. hit as well if, yeah. if it wasn't Chris man. Brooks in the main event. There. <laughs> um, yeah, this this company would be in big trouble. I think if that happened. Yeah, I, but, I, but now now come I and say like. Uh, you say this about Brooks because he got the big spot, but I, but if Mao got the same spot, like we would say the same about Mao. I don't think that would have worked. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to the Mao fans. Uh, Marwan is going to get a heated with me. But... Like I'm, I'm not as high as Mao as I'm on Chris either. But you know, just yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think Mao's uh, a Mao title win here at Peter Pan would have worked as well as the Chris Brooks did. I think that can work someday. Like someday, uh, yeah. But yeah, right now, like... no. Yeah, because remember when we went to the tournament, I thought Mao might be a guy that they looked at to win that tournament. Yeah, we are, I, mean, I also. So I don't think it would have been that. I don't think it would have been that much worse. I think Brooks means more to more people than Mao right now, though. I would say, but I don't think you're yeah. way off either. I, I'm probably more. We're also that in like a very English-speaking bubble. Exactly. Yeah. But you can't deny that things have like you know the numbers they've done with Brooks as the main eventer. So far, I mean, it's a small sample size, don't get me yeah. wrong. But so far, have been good. I mm. think at the end of the year, uh, Brooks's case for the MVP will be so much clearer. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I, yeah. But we're not talking yeah. about the end of year. Yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even said that uh, on the Eastern Lariat, actually. I said he would be a guy that I think could be a sleeper. Because, like, he's not anybody we got for the Half Year Awards on our show, like for the whole grand scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. But, but by the end of the year, if he, this run goes good. And you see DDT take a step up, which maybe it will. I mean, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll go back down. We don't know. But if it does and things go good, I think that would mean a lot as somebody who really helped elevate a company and give them a jolt that they needed, I, I would say. Like, they needed a, an injection of heart and soul into that company, and I think he was the best one to, to do that. Now, Yeah, not going to argue that. The correct answer is Sean Maddow. <laughs> And then we move over to the Dragon Gate rest of the year. Um, so, is it Shun or is it Kekuta? <laughs> it would be between those two. I, I, I have said this this almost the entire year. Kekuta has hit on the higher scale this entire year. Like this entire from this even in the start of the year when he wasn't really. Him and Yoshioka teamed up for the race for Reyes. It was a tournament almost built to just heat up Kikara because they they got to the final, they won the tournament, and they lost versus uh, the big time. They they didn't win the tag titles, even though they won the tag tournament. So you would have expected them to win the tag t- titles after that tournament, but they were still like... But it, we didn't see that they that tournament was meant just to give Kikura even more momentum that he already had on the mere thought of him versus uh, versus Shun being the main event of Dead or Alive. And then we, of course, move over to Dead or Alive, where we have the Dragon Gate, like the great moment of him beating Shun, the match of the year for me. All that, I think Kikura this year is the clear MVP of Dragon Gate, but I can see the argument about Shun because he makes a lot of... he. He got Kikura to that point. <laughs> In many ways. So, I don't think you could... I don't think you could write the story of 2023 uh, without Shun, especially. I think um, yeah. you could find someone else for the spot that Kikura is in. So that makes the the case yeah. for Shun bigger still though personally i say um it's 
for me, um, I went with Kikuta because he like, yeah. he made himself yeah. so important. He got so over, and, and then the and then Perejas happened, and yeah. then uh, he became champion in this great great moment. Um, like I'm not going to argue with anybody. I'll and it's just, just the, rest, with the wrestling Kikuta. between the two. I. Kikura this year has had a st- way stronger wrestling year than Shun has, just in ring. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. Question about that. So, but just that with the story of him throughout the year together, it's just a clear one for me. But I, yeah, Dylan. Yeah, if you go back and listen to the show we did about Kobe World with uh, mm-hmm. Amy, I made the case for Shun. Yeah, and that I basically explained all of why I would say she yeah, would yeah. be the MVP uh, on, on there. Um, the thing is, though, wrestling wise, I do agree that Kakuda has been the guy in the spotlight. Uh, I don't know where things are going to go with this title reign. I mean, listen, when Shun won the title, that was basically, you know, somewhat similar to the stardom with Nakano beating Julia. It's like when that happened, okay, like we're making a total shift. Like, because Shun is a completely different style of champion than Yoshioka. Because last year, the last six months, it's like, okay, did, we've got our ace work rate guy, like Tanahashi type of player, yeah. um, and he had all great matches. Like, great stuff. I, I loved all of his title reign. Was so Rest of the year. Yeah, like a, a wonderful performer. Yeah. And then you go to Shun, who was not going to have those style of matches at, at the end of the day. Uh, you know, like, even the Kakuta match was nothing like a Yoshioka title match. Like, it was a, a story yeah, match. The match he won the title in was very good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I, I like that match a lot more than some people, but I know that got a lot of criticism. Yeah, on, I, on there. I love uh, it. Uh, but overall. yeah. But I, I like that match overall. But they, they took a shift now, and they said, okay, we're moving away from Yoshioka, and we're trying to scramble to find something new. And they even moved to Kakuda now as kind of like in a yeah. similar role to Yoshioka was last year. Uh, that remains to be seen what, what's going to happen. So far, I'm I'm yet to be convinced, uh, to be honest. But uh, he's definitely been that dude this year. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at the just just match quality, I don't think this has been a super strong period for DG mm. compared to where we were at the last six months of last year. Uh, you know, you're looking at a lot of stuff that, you know, like there's been great moments and matches. All the ones we said, I think were all worthy in their own ways. But to me, outside of the cage match, none of these are going to stick with me probably unless, you know, it's going to take a lot to get there. I mean, I remember them now, but I don't really have, there are not, none of those matches outside of the cage were in contention for my overall top 10, just for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm a lot lower than you are, Sandre. And I think I think a well, lot of people. Well, a lot, lot of people are lower than yeah. you. Yeah, I... yeah, but that's and that's okay. Like they're still doing good. I'm not a negative <laughs> on DG as, as some people at all. I think yeah. they're doing good. I think Akuta is a fine champion right now, but I think that match quality has not been the calling card for DG this year the same way it was last year with Yoshioka. Some people wouldn't have said that that was that last year either because they don't like Yoshioka. But yeah. Well, I, you know that's true. I mean, he had yeah. he had his detractors overall. Yeah. Like, there's no question about that. But I'll tell you this: compare the reaction to that Yoshioka and Mochizuki match last year. 
Yeah. There's not been any match like that this year in DG. I have Shun and Kikura and the cage match. That's not the same style of match, though. Yeah, it's not the same style, but... I and still... that's what I'm saying. Like that was a work rate great match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you know, like this. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like the match quality is not the point. That was not the point of that match. It was quality because of the story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like it was this action fest great match, like the Yoshioka ones were having. Yoshioka and Mochizuki, Yoshioka and Ben K. Even Yoshioka and Ata, I thought was a, a really good, like well done match. Yeah. Uh, on there, like yeah. the last guest of Ata, like all of those matches are rated higher than uh, like even on cage match outside of the Ben K one. That's a little lower, but I mean, it's still they're not getting nines and tens all across the board. But I think the work rate was higher last year in DG than it is this year, and I'm not saying that's even a bad thing. I just think that it's a like the DJ this year is different than the one last year. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, either way, I I have been into most of this year with Dragon Gate, uh, and, 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 last year. But they've but, told uh, other stories, like, like I said, the Shun story. Yeah. I thought was fantastic, like the way the way they did it. Again, even on one of those yeah. interviews, like Jay was kind of negative going into that Shun and and Kikuda match. I thought that storyline was awesome. Yeah, like, we thought it was awesome. It. It's, it yeah, was exactly. Funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I thought that was a great story. So they're telling different stories this year than they did last year. There's positives and negatives to that. It remains to be seen. Again, like this is something that will be better looked upon at the end of the year, I would say. How they, they rally to the end of the year. Because like I said, we're comparing the start of this year to the end of last yeah. year. Let's see how they ended out. But like I said, right now, I think there was a big change when Yoshioka lost the title to Shun. In terms of style. Like yeah. the style of the company, and especially the wrestling style. I would say not necessarily like in ring style, like speed and all that crap. I'm just saying, I think the focus of the company changed when Shun won the title. And yeah. we'll see if it, like I said, I don't think you could say it's paid off yet, though, either, to where it's like, aha, like this yeah. is perfect. Everything, like when Ben K beat Pac for the title and you had that Ultimo Dragon return, that was like, okay, everything, like everything we wanted happened here. And it was the perfect ending to that title reign. And now. And, I mean, that title reign I liked a lot, but they moved it on. Similar to Yoshioka. I mean, like, Ben K lost it, like, a few weeks before Yoshioka did in the timeline, which I thought was too early, personally. This one, I will have to see how it plays out. But I, I just wanted to make that point, that I think that the the focuses of Dragon Gate and their strengths this year are different than last year when we, we look at it overall. Yeah, I definitely see your point there. Uh, speaking of the year end, the, the rest of the year... We don't know how the rest of the year will go, of course. we Kikura could lose to Big Boss Shimizu or, Kik- or Kota Minora at the, at the interest gate, and they could... Or heal. Like, or, God forbid, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could, they can do whatever they want, because they these two companies, they always end up doing crazy stuff after their big shows. Was, and we'll predict some of that now, some wild predictions. Uh... So, let's start with Rangate. My big prediction with Rangate this year is that by the end of the year, Kota Minora will beat Kikura at Final Gate and go walk out of the year as the Open the Dream League champion. And that is, that is like my major title switch at the end of the year. But I also think... Well, first of all, what do you guys think about that one? Highly likely, likely. What do you guys? <laughs> it's not unlikely. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's, it's not of... it's not so likely that it would be like a juicy prediction. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think that's been set up like directly, you know, like you know to where you could say, oh, that's definitely where they're leading to. But if it happened, it wouldn't be that surprising either. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any Dreamgate? Uh, where do you see the Dreamgate at the end of the year? I predicted Kakuda holds it throughout the year. I don't think he's dropping it. Yeah, I agree. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I would say that Yamato comes back before the end of the year. Like into the Dreamgate scene. I don't oh, think okay. he will yeah. win. Yeah, I was going to say, he never left. <laughs> no, 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 into the Dreamgate scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see, I can definitely see that Yamato prediction coming through. Like, yeah. He's a logical challenger. Like, but he, like, no matter who the champion is, he's like a default mm. <laughs> type of guy. Don't throw it there. What um, about units? How do you guys feel about that at the end of the year? I say we see at least two new units. I'm not sure how many will be gone. Yeah. Two new units. Uh-huh. I'm trying My... to think of how that can play out. I I think Seabrat will bas- be re- rebranded. Yeah, basically a new heal faction yeah. and whatever uh, Diamante will do. Yeah. R.E.D.? No. <laughs> They're going to rebrand back to R.E.D. again. Oh, Ata okay. back? Uh, I think Seabrat will kind of rebrand, kind of switch, uh, up, be switched up a lot, and we'll have Diamante Jim, basically. <laughs> like, him and his mates. <laughs> In a like lucha unit. I predicted Mochizuki Jr. is going to break off and start his own unit. Start his own I, unit? I don't As think he will start his own. I think he's starting his own unit. I think he's he's ready to be a leader. Oh, a I would he love that, that already. I would like, love so that. that. Yeah, I think he's ready. I think they're going to set something up. And I don't think it's clear whether him or Senior will be the heel out of it because they've gone kind of back and forth. But yeah. he was one of the noted absences on Kobe World. In my that opinion. actually perfectly leads into my next prediction here. And okay. that is by the end of the year, Mochizuki Jr. and Masaka Mochizuki are going to be split up. They are not going to be in the same unit anymore. Yeah. So kind of, kind of similar to what you, what you <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah, we had the same idea, pretty much. And it should uh, be. Like, he's ready. Will Eshin be the opened Brave Gate champion at the end of the year? Dylan certainly hopes not, but... <laughs> Is it no. likely? No, it's the Brave Gate. It changes too much. Yeah, exactly. Like, no matter who it is. I, I mean, yeah. they gave Hyo a, a okay run, like, a, a couple of months. Yeah, from from Kobe World to Final Gate, he held the title. Yeah. So I can see he that held it for like half a year almost. So <laughs> yeah, that, I could definitely see that happening. Creation, Jackie Funky Kame, please. So yeah, that is actually also one of my next uh, predictions. Jackie Funky Kame will will at the end of the year not be in Natural Vibes. If oh. Natural Vibes even exist. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, where was he go? Not, uh, Jack Funky Kame will will enter. He will dodge. be joining Mochizuki Junior's new unit. Is what? Is, 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 I think <laughs> no, right. yes, no, I agree. <laughs> he he is gonna be the the second Brave Gate level guy in the new version of Seabats. That is my big prediction there. 
heal JFK? Yes. Oh. Maybe he can make it work. Man, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe, maybe he can make it work because we all said it about Takeshita as well. Like, oh, why would you turn him heel? He's such a great baby face. Maybe he has that inside of him, but we have we have seen him with black lipstick when he faced Hibiscus Me. It doesn't work. I I think he thinks undeniable argument. Yes. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, I, I, I can definitely see him entering an emo face at the at the end of this. That is a wild, that is a wild and juicy prediction. That is my one like wild, juicy, out of the box prediction. <laughs> I don't approve of this uh, <laughs> at, at, at all. But... Well, you know who to come to if it comes true, and who to complain that, to. <laughs> that's right. Like I said you need you need to flex if he comes if he comes out with that black lipstick. Listen, I'm all about the emotes. That's that's what made me like Mao, my Mao Chemical Romance, right yeah. now. Are, are we gonna see? Oh, Mao, Mao Chemical Romance is still a top tier moment this year. Absolutely, uh, like, of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing a Mao Chemical Romance shirt right now for the for the record, so I I have the authority to speak on this. Do we have any idea who's going to be the Triangle Gate and Twin Gate champions at the end of the year? <laughs> hey, my I think Mochizuki Jr. wins the Brave Gate at the end Ooh. of the year, Final Gate. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Jr. will hold a title if it's uh, Brave Gate or Twin Gate. I'm not sure which one. I would be yeah. okay with that if if they don't break up and they just form a like a yeah, yeah, yeah. run. I'd be give I'd them, be give, them give them give them one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. But Triangle Gate, those that's another one that the titles they could flip for a storyline. And Twin and Twin Gate can also easily switch. So. Yeah, that's true. You just hope that it doesn't come to injuries or anything like that with yeah. these titles where somebody has to give it up, but Well I I, I think at the end of the year, Casey is gonna be holding either one of the Triangle Gate or the Twin Gates with someone. That that is a very Extremely safe prediction. Possible. Yeah. Wow, well, we're brave today. Yeah. yeah, extremely possible scenario that you could say there. Um, I actually, I think, yeah, and that's just to have some, uh, just to have something to talk about, like when it happens. Um. So one of the young guys, whoever it is, will retire by end of year. Oh, what a what a down, oh, downer! Oh, what a downer! But we've we've seen we've seen it in past years, and oh. we have so many injuries. I don't wish it on anybody. You you guys know how much I love Ryu Fuda. Um, yeah, he would be the one. Daiki has be been out one, a few times. Like all of them have been out. Even, even yeah, all of them out. have been yeah. out. Like you know, I don't wish it, but except for Tanaka, the Iron Man of of the rookies, with his one month <laughs> that he's with been here. his one month. <laughs> <laughs> um... I declared him the Iron Man. Don't try and use logic to to counter that. Yeah, successor of Masaki Mochizuki for the Dragon Gate Iron Man. It's already Hell been yeah. determined. One month in, he can't, he can't be stopped. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's possible. I mean, do you think any? Do y'all think anybody else? Never mind injuries. Do y'all think anybody else will leave the company? 
a lot leave the company. Two other people that left. The yes. Because mm -hmm. we are having people leave. The... Yeah. No, I actually, I, I, I don't think we will be looking at any big exit again. Have you seen? I, I actually. I actually think that at the end of the year, Narukidoi will be back full time. Uh, oh, oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Narukidoi is an interesting one, but I think he's going to be back full time at the end of the year and announce his retirement uh, in twenty twenty four. That is my Narukidoi. I don't get that vibe from him that he's ready to retire. Maybe he is. I mean, you know, like we, we don't know, but no. I don't personally feel like he's close to retirement right now. Any? Do we have any other uh, DDT? No, Dragon Gate uh, predictions before we move over to DDT. Tony Khan signed Shun Skywalker. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's. I don't know. Those man signs Shin Skywalker because he saw him at GCW. There. And, and William Regal in the crowd scouting. <laughs> well, they oh, would. Yeah. WWE doesn't want him. I, I don't think. Uh, but uh, AEW probably also doesn't want him either. Hey, hey but... what if what if William Regal sees Dragon Kid in, uh, in GCW and says, we need to sign this guy, Dragon Kid. <laughs> He's a kid. He's a young talent. <laughs> I mean, he has kid right in the name. God. Uh, but no, uh, I'm sure that'll be fine. But I mean, you know, you never know what can happen. I mean, like I said, something with like that with Doi, it's hard to understand personal reasons. Yeah, guess, yeah. When it comes to stuff like that, so it's hard to make predictions like that. It but... just wouldn't surprise me. Uh, that's the thing. No, if somebody left, it, it can't surprise you at this point. So many people have left over the last couple of years that. What if, like, let's say, this is getting really spicy now. <laughs> what if suddenly you looked up, and I mean, you see Glate, and we're gonna talk about this small oh, no. show. I've talked about it all these times. What if Ibushi gets into a backstage fight with people, and he looks, he looks at, you know, he just goes crazy backstage, which he's known to do recently, and he grabs Lindemann and he just beats him down. Well, he tries to, but he can't really do it, but he tries his best. He's got still got that thumbtacks in his foot from the blood yeah. and guts. Uh, so he's stumbling around, and he just knocks over T-Hawk backwards. And suddenly, T-Hawk and Lindemann return to DG. And then Glade closes down forever, and that's the only place they can go. Okay. Back to Dragon Gate. Uh, so, instantly, I would put Lindemann into Gold Pass, and I would put Tiok into Decourage, so that he could get yes, outshined as a... Um, Tiok gets outshined as a baby there's face by no, There's no <laughs> chance Tiok can come back. Yeah, yeah that, that is not going to happen. That is Lindemann happen. every time. Lind Lindemann, Lindemann is pretty likely. Lindemann, like well, likely. I don't know if it's likely. Yeah, it's but like I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if Lindemann comes back. That's what well, if Glate closed down for real, then yeah, he'd yeah. probably come back. Yeah, which I mean, who knows? Like maybe they will. Tiok is not coming back. But... No, Tiok won't come back with Shima and all of them. That uh... yeah. listen, the thing is, there is no such thing as. Yeah. There is no such thing as never in wrestling. Yeah. Like, I don't care no. what anybody says. Like, like that's the real reality. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Shima, Shima at and Shingo. At the end of the year, Espikanto can be Espikanto and Takuma can be back. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. 
And yeah. I, I've I've said that before that I I don't think it'll happen this year. No, but I no, think no, this year I think is... one uh, one day they're going to come back to Japan. Like they're not going to last in Mexico at the end of the day. Like I've seen their matches and I've seen where they're at. Like it's not going to happen. Uh, they're going to have to come back to Japan. Maybe it won't be for wrestling. Maybe they'll be blacklisted. Uh, but I mean, I've seen I've seen worse. You know, I've seen other situations where people have come yeah. back that have no, nobody thought would, you know, there's nobody that I would say, maybe Shima, like <laughs> maybe he would be the one that would be truly blacklisted. But even well, he, Ultimo, he, Ultimo came back. Yeah, Ultimo came back. Exactly. <laughs> like you can never say never they can come back. Like, you know, yeah. it just, it feels like. Let's uh, move over and talk about the predictions for DDT at the, uh, at the end of the year. Chris Brooks, uh, he will he still be KOD six, uh, KOD Openweight Champion at the end of the year? He should. Yeah. Yes, I say yes, because I don't think they they fumble it that hard. Um, if not him, who? Takeshi. Uh, never mind. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, Takeshita can't. Takeshita won't. Yeah, no, that can't that, be because. But, yeah. Never mind. Is always the Dio is the Dio winner, yeah, and Takeshita yeah. won't be in the Dio. Exactly. Yeah, but I see uh, Chris Brooks facing the Dio winner because he will already have beaten Takeshita at the Sumo Hall show in Ultimate Party November. I just don't think AEW will let that happen. Like, if Takeshita goes for the title, I don't think he'll lose. I think Takeshita will can make that happen. <laughs> like if DDT asks him if they if he can somehow make that happen. Oh, I'm sure Takeshita, he would want that. Fine. Yeah, I, I that is what I'm saying. That Takeshita, I mean, Takeshita, Takeshita has lost multiple times. You, today, you, you guys know how how Takagi is. Even if if they if nobody can be it like Takeshita, he'll like he'll get. Kenny to beat him, and then you know Kenny drops it. But yeah, e- e- either way, I I see Ultimate Party being main evented by Konosuke Takeshita versus uh, Chris Brooks because of their their backstory, because of all all of their their stories, and Takeshita right now being this big heel, it just makes so much sense to have that match be a big match this year. Like I, I, I don't think Takeshita will be that protected by AW. If he asks if he can lose it in a hard-fought match in the main event of Sumo Hall, then that, I think they will allow that, and that will be like his write-off from DDT. I mean, I, I it's, think that would be the best thing for DDT yeah. like, if that happened. Like that's the best yeah. scenario they can hope for. They're like I just... passing of the torch, you know. Yeah, I just I don't, don't see Tony Khan allowing that. But I mean, I hope you're right. I, 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 I don't think he's that. That he like one match. DDT has one is, match. I like think Tony, that. I think Tony Khan looks at DDT like GCW, like a small indie that is nowhere near their level. Like it's not the same as New Japan, and I don't think he's going to allow his guys to lose. I mean, like, look I, how I, he looks at Stardom. Um, well, he doesn't even work with them, so. I, yeah, exactly. Like, and I mean, like the, the even the DDT, like, the DDT the, stuff can, is all the DDT stuff is all Kenyan Nakasawa. Takeshita lost exactly. to Higuchi last year. 
like he lost to Iguchi after he had already signed with AW last year. It's not it's not that impossible. Yeah, I mean I like I said, I hope you're right. I just yeah. I'm not as optimistic as you about it. Just based on yeah. what I know. Like and that yeah. was like that was wrapping up his DDT run when he lost to Higuchi. Uh, I think this will be wrapping up his DDT run for like ever. <laughs> maybe, maybe not ever, but like the this will be a Sandra, big Sandra, Sandra, shut up. Yeah. I want to, don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. okay, well who 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 do you think were made of Who, who do you think his ultimate part is made of then? Yannick? Um, Sumo Hall. Yeah, I, I, no, I, no, I go with with the caster. The caster will main event it. Oh, okay. So he just think he'll win. <laughs> okay, so you. Yeah, but I like I I don't want to hear like you know the caster wrapping up his DDT. Yeah, but that is happening. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't, exactly. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, what if AEW closes down? Like, late. Yes! <laughs> yes! This, this episode has had everything. Yeah, we even everything's thought, closing we down. We even ta started talking about AEW closing down. Let's <laughs> go. What, what a fucking awesome episode. I'm so proud of this. We, we also have never run so long and it shows. <laughs> Shun signs with AEW and then AEW closes down. Yeah. <laughs> goes back uh, and the cash comes back. This week is absolutely unhinged. <laughs> yes. Like we've completely off the rails with these predictions and uh, nobody can tell us otherwise. And we will not accept any logic to argue okay. against them. Naomi Oshimura, will he be back as a wrestler at the end of the year? I'll be positive. I have no idea. I have no idea how, like, what his status is and what's, like, medically what's if, possible. If he's healthy, I think he is a very likely guy to win the deal and take the title from Chris at the end of the year. If healthy. If the if, deal if winner even takes the title of Chris. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know, man. He, like I still, yeah. He he is going to come back to wrestle Toro Washi yeah. Doll in a in a one on one match. Hell yeah! Exactly what we want. <laughs> <laughs> who who is the most likely to win the deal then? Because it didn't happen, I still say no. Yeah, that's who I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah, they and him and Chris have a big story they can play out there. Yeah, there's basically three matches I want to see of Chris. It's Tokyo Kai, Takeshita, and Mao. Yeah. What about Masa? Eh. Um, they will wrestle. They will wrestle at Masa's anniversary. I don't need a title match of out of Masa. Yeah. I, I, I get you. Uh, that, I, I get you. Where do we see Higuchi being at the end of the year? Um, where he is now. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sad, sadly for the Higuchi fans, I, I, as I, I, I also am a Higuchi fan, but I don't. I maybe the tag titles, maybe him, he will win the tag titles back, uh, with like Nakatsu. Yeah, I would like that. I love yeah. them as a team, and I love him. But, uh, yeah. but but I don't think he's gonna win the DO and face Chris. I, I no no no. 
I want to see as many Ryotanakatsu appearances just for Savi to go wild on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, on X. Uh, will Matt Cardona be the Universal Champion at the end of the year? I Hope have... not. Yeah, no, he fight. won't. He won't. We have. Will Makito beat him? I mean, it would be hilarious, but she won't. Yeah, probably not. Um, yeah. The politician I mean, will beat Matt Cardona for the title. I wouldn't rule out Hiroshima beating Matt Cardona for the title, but... Yes, please, fun. give Hiroshima titles. Uh, yeah. Or just Endo beats him back. Oh, not and... him. <laughs> It Not is likely. Oh, or Mao. Well, either of those two is the most I likely. don't want to see Mao with the Universal. I know, I know. But yeah. <laughs> Maybe a GCW beats. GCW wrestler beats uh, Chris. Joey Janela beats Matt Cardona for the Universal title. That's, that's such a sad reality. Let's is it even show. worse? You know... <laughs> I have to I have to say I have seen a good a really really damn good Joey Janela match on on my vacation. Oh. Yeah, you did. I I still have Spectre. not seen him. Respect. <laughs> I don't think I can recommend it because it has Brett Lauderdale long commentary, <laughs> and I've seen and I've seen clips of it and the camera work seems atrocious. But it was great being live there. Yeah. Uh, let's just close the show. Yeah. <laughs> We've been there for way too long. Uh, Yannick, do you have anything you want to say? I have. Um, if you are able to understand the German language, I was a guest on the Straight Wrestling Podcast um, with the wonderful Flosh and the wonderful Morbo. Um, we talked about my vacation, uh, but mostly DDD Peter Pan. So if you can speak German, you can find it on all the platforms and on YouTube. And on Cage Match. Dylan, I made it on to Cage Match, finally. You did it. Yes. You're in the club now. Yeah. Also on Cage Match, Dylan's other show, Decent Married. Oh yeah, that's a pretty it's a, a good show. If you like Japanese pro wrestling, we talk about everything. Lots of G1 stuff on there right now. Uh, but we've got everything. Like We talked a little bit, uh, not as much on this show, obviously, but we talked a little bit about uh, Peter Pan and stuff. Uh, there you get to hear Striga's thoughts. And He was a big DDT fan for a long time, but he, he turned sour this year. Uh, but I think he liked the show a lot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think uh, he did. Yeah, see, so good stuff from him. And I like the show as well, obviously. Uh, N1, I'm literally, as soon as we stop talking on this show, I'm going to go uh, put up the N1 prediction, Pro Wrestling Noah. Uh, I did that with Dr. Jonathan Foy and Dean. Uh, covered every match, predicted everything, and we had three different winners on there as well. Uh, so that's good stuff. Uh, Wrestle update, I'm going to do some stuff with SummerSlam coming up this weekend, which is shockingly at the start of August for some stupid reason. Uh, nobody knows why, but I will do it. And obviously, uh, All Out, All In is coming up. Another stupid <laughs> scheduling snafu with the two yeah, back-to-back I'll, weeks. 
and you're going to be at one of those shows. I'll probably try and make it onto the All In review with you. So yeah, see, you're a live participant as well. Uh, Peps yeah. is going to be there too, who I also did Pyro Gyms with recently as well. Uh, we oh. talked a lot about all kinds of stuff, uh, all Japan pro wrestling. I Glate. I, I feel like I've previewed this Glate show five times already. <laughs> my, my opinions are the same on, on all three of these shows. Yep. Uh, overall, I have not gotten more positive. I think more irritated the more we talk about it. Uh, I will I, also do the poor gems with Peps. Uh, we'll record tomorrow as of this recording, and we'll talk probably about all the stuff you haven't talked about. Basically, just like the shows I've been to, like the Catch the Way Final and the Sancho and so on and so forth. But we did talk about that on the, on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Eastern Lariat. Which we were oh, no, 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 no. Uh, on the poor Gems. Yes, me and you talked about it, uh, however. Yeah, uh, like we did. Yeah, like, see, I so talked we... like three times about it, uh, that too, you know? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. This is our life now. We're, we're really stupid. <laughs> that's what I think is, this is proving. But... Yeah, we talk with each other way too much. <laughs> There's no such thing as too much. And also on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Eastern Larry. And Sandre will be joining me talking about stardom. Yeah, uh, and, the five-star, five baby. That's right. We're still Best tournament in pro wrestling. Maybe. Uh, like I said, we have to. We, we just well, started, Sandre. You can't me, make these decisions. Yeah, but for me, it's not every year. The five-star is my favorite tournament every year. I, I will say that. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Can we, Dylan, can we start a Choco Pro podcast on the Patreon? Sure. If, if you want to. <laughs> yes! uh, the, door, the door has always been open. I've said that a million times. Like, whatever you guys want to talk about, we, I will try to my best to make time for it. Uh, although yeah. that's getting increasingly difficult with all of these tournaments uh, going on. <laughs> yes. Uh, this episode has been very dramatic and very dreamy and very dragon-filled because we are <laughs> the <dragons>. dramatic <laughs> <laughs> the Dramatic Game Dragons. We were flying all over the place with this with takes on this show. <laughs> I hope I hope you all enjoyed because we are a mess at the end of this episode. Uh, but until next time, which will be probably at the end of the uh, week when we talk about the ki- the King of uh, Gate finals, will they be as weird and talkative as uh, as we argued for like twenty minutes earlier on this the show about? We'll see. I hope to God Big Boss Shimizu wins, but we'll see. Let's go, yo. Until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go. 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 Go.